Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Utopia District Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, we have some very special guests on the show. We've got all kinds of people from the Utopia District team. Demo Dog, Malbert, new Utopia District team member. Welcome, welcome. Maximus and Omega Killer. What is going on, my friends? Nice to be talking to all y'all. Yo. What's <laughs> up? What's up? It's been a little while. It's great to have everyone's ear again. Or for the first time. Or for the first time, yes, yes. So uh, today's episode is about classic TV programming, what we lost over the past 10 years, how you used to have your favorite shows growing up and channels and um, things you did with your family, rituals, all things revolving around having a central TV, maybe a TV in your room with channels that just had whatever on whenever you looked at it. And so we want to dive into what that was like and how it's kind of been lost and just quietly disappeared over the years. You can still find it in some places like satellite TV, things like that, but certainly different. So um, without further ado, I want to introduce uh, our newest team member here and then dive right into the show. So uh, Malbert, hello, hello. Thank you hello. for joining up the team. We're, we're stoked to have you here. Thanks that I can be here. Yeah, thank you, man. Just a quick uh, once over of, you know, who you are, what you're into Vaporwave for, and, you know, maybe what you're doing at Utopia District. So a short introduction to me, I'm Molbert, I live in Germany, um, and I was born in 99, so I don't know too many 90s TV shows. Um, I know some because they still showed them on TV in the 2000s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2000s TV too, though, you know, whatever TV you grew up with is what we want to talk about. Yeah. Um... And I guess my my way into Vaporwave was kind of Synthwave. Um, mm. And then I got distracted by Vaporwave. And now <laughs> I am here. Yeah, I never looked back. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, man. And what are you doing on the team? Planning on? Um, mostly graphical stuff so far. Yeah. Some visual art, some maybe some event stuff. Who knows? That's the cool thing about Utopia District for anyone listening that may want to join is you can really kind of perfect your craft and learn something you hadn't known, you didn't know before or know you even wanted to learn about. And you can kind of just find yourself working in on these different projects and gradually making your way into things other people are working on. And it's a uh, it's very cool, non just judgment free and we have a lot of people who kind of help refine work as we go and make you know we us feel confident in it um like as a if you're a new writer for example anyway i digress yes anyone the team is open arms and accepting new team members as well so hit us up okay so back into the episode topic um so everyone has their own kind of story with you know what they grew up with and what channels they watched you know maybe they just watched the weather channel constantly maybe it was channel five or whatever yeah i really want to explore what that meant to people and if people feel like we lost something i certainly do and how it maybe kind of like set things up to be how they are now with like how you generally program a tv broadcast and 
programming of an event, right? So I don't know. It's just a fun, uh, fun little topic. And let's see what cool conversation we can have come out of it. So uh, to start things off, I'll talk about my experience, I guess, just you know what I like to do. Uh, being in Canada, we had a couple different stations, I imagine, than you guys did. But like you had MTV or that cartoon one. Was it just Cartoon Network? Yeah, yeah, Cartoon Network. There's like three. We had, one. oh yeah, and Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. And Disney Channel. And Disney, yeah. So we had a, a, we had like a version of Disney Channel, I think. I think I was a bit too old once that one rolled around, but we did have something called Teletoon. We had YTV and we had um, much music. What was on and YTV? Because that was a subsidiary of something else, right? Phil was on YTV. <laughs> he was uh, one of the main hosts and was such a charismatic guy. That's uh, that's one thing we can talk about too, like the personalities that you got. Um, Video and Arcade Top 10's Nicholas Pickles, for example. Great, great character. But um, YTV was like a kid's channel. It had Power Rangers. It's how I discovered Dragon Ball Z. I think like Cat Dog maybe was on there. And yeah, there's a lot of cartoons and stuff. Um, what was really cool about YTV though was the in-between segments were hosted by these people that were in this TV studio thing, like built for kids with like this slime TV that would broadcast that would show like what they were watching and the hosts were talking about and i feel like that's definitely missing you like as a kid really like connected with these people and um yeah i like i wonder i just wonder what kids are watching now that like they're all sharing and watching you know so over here it's i mean it's kind of interesting to hear what uh tv station CU had because we obviously had different TV stations in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, um, I mean, we had Nickelodeon, but it was kind of weird because not every television could uh, get the signal for it. Oh, interesting. So, so it, it was like, it was kind of complicated. It wasn't antenna though, was it? Uh, no. I guess so. I don't know. Not um, in the early 2000s. But yeah, you just couldn't access it yeah, we, we could not access it on every television. Um, mm -hmm. Same with Cartoon Network. They had a station over here, um, which was kind of limited, just like Nickelodeon. So what we had um, was Super RTL. That was the name. Okay, and we cool had, name. Yeah, I mean, we have RTL, which is just regular boring television. And then we have Super RTL, which is more addressed to children i guess mm. um so they had spongebob um which i used to watch since kindergarten and they also had a lot of cartoons that would air on uh disney plus and uh, not the disney channel we did not have disney plus back then <laughs> oh no yeah uh no disney plus <laughs> it's funny how quick tv it be the disney becomes channel. part of the vocabulary though right yeah, kind of. Just say it automatically now. Um, yeah. So we did not have a Disney Channel. Um, so some Disney Channel shows would air on Super RTL. Mm. Um, and stuff like Futurama or The Simpsons were a big topic when we were kids over here. Um, 
and they would air on uh, Pro 7, so Pro Pro 7, if you will. Um, but on on Pro 7, they had a a science related show where they did physics tests and stuff like that. And nice. Beekman's world. After after this show, they had The Simpsons. <laughs> I remember Beekman. All I liked was Beekman. I gotta tell you. Screw Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Beekman. We only got oh, Bill Nye what? up here. We, we did not have Bill Nye over here, nor Beekman. Those physics shows are so great, though, like inspiring kids. Like Carl Sagan, you know, starting oh. it all. Oh, I, I think, um, so the show was called Galileo. Um, all I know from Bill Nye is uh, the this intro the obnoxious phrase. intro, Bill, yeah. Bill Nye, the science <laughs> guy. And that's it. Yeah. That's all I know about Bill Nye. Um, yeah. No, it was a good show. And Galileo was, like, completely something else. It was, like, a talk show, but also kind of a documentary-ish thing. So it sounds like it's kind of... Um, I'm trying to think, of, like, the NBC specials over here, or ABC... Um, or could be kind of like the more you know, or partially even kind of like how Cosmos was done with Carl Sagan. Oh, like um, Nova, Nova documentary. Yeah, Nova. That's what I was thinking yeah. of because Nova does kind of does that. It's more of the serious approach, um, more long very format. like yeah, the long format, and it always you know there's a theme to what they're talking about. But that one was kind of like that. I feel like at points it it kind of shifted to where it'd be like they'd show a live experiment of something if it had to do with the topic, but then it was more documentary based. Um, but that one was, I'd say that from what you're kind of, uh, what you're explaining, I'd say that's kind of our American equivalent is maybe like Nova or, uh, mm -hmm. some yeah, of sounds, Cosmos. Sounds like it. Mm -hmm. It was less fun, but more interesting. Um, I guess. Yeah. W w but it wasn't the type of thing where like, there's a studio audience, kind of like where they do live demonstrations in front of kids, because um, that's that's something cool. I feel like we shared a lot, um, wanting to go on those shows, whether it was uh oh, oh no no no, it was, or, it was different like that. It wasn't yeah it wasn't yeah that for way. sure. I got you. Did you guys did you guys have uh oh or anything like that over there? Like those game shows oh, for kids. So Mostly thing, Nickelodeon did. Yeah, Nickelodeon. I grew yeah. up right at the pinnacle. Oh, well, I shouldn't say pinnacle because technically 90s was that, but I feel like early 2000s had the pinnacle of those game shows. But yeah, like, mm -hmm. uh, oh God, I'm trying to think of the ones we had because I don't know if Double Dare was still going. Um, it was, but it was Double like a weird Dare. I know that I know uh, the Hidden Temple, Legend of the Hidden Temple, that was one of them that was still going. That's making that a comeback, back, right? I think. It's made yeah. it weird. It's not really happened. They they did I one on Nickelodeon, and then I think they stopped it. But now they're oh. doing an adult version on another TV network. And I, because I remember I saw it, I was like, "This is just a weird version of Survivor. This isn't this isn't Legend wow. of the Hidden Temple anymore." Yeah. Um, but by I'm the way, is Omega talking right now for anyone listening? Yes, that that would be my voice. <laughs> but yeah, um, like other game shows. I'm trying to think of the early stuff because I remember the later 2000s stuff, the ones where it got really weird. Um, but Downsea Legend of the Hidden Temple was one of them. I don't, I don't want, to, I don't think Nick Arcade was still going. I think that, that was one forever ago. I think that one died out before <laughs> my time. Um, 
my brain keeps wanting to say the Amanda show. It's like, no, it's not a game show. No, um, it was more like a sketch yeah, comedy. It, yeah, it was like kids <laughs> SNL. Um, well, that was mm. all that. All that? Yeah. 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 Um, I can't really think of too many more, but I do remember there there was like a special block at a certain time of night where it's like, yeah, this is the game show section of Nickelodeon. It was like right around uh, evening, at least in my zone. Because like when I'd come back and like dinner time, they'd be having like some kind of yeah, I game show. Right before, it had I a bunch of celebrities on it. Block. Mm. Oh, what was it? Oh, it was they called had a, f- Figure It Out. Figure It Out. Yeah, Figure That's It Out. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. my gosh, it was like a yeah. Jeopardy with slime. Yeah, that was the whole thing is you get slimed. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. guess what my super talent is? I can yeah, I... shove my foot in my mouth or something. And they yeah. brought it back, too. It was too. like, my dog can drink milk out of my mouth or something. That was a weird episode. But... Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. We don't have something like, what, uh, like that over here. No, um, it's just funny how we have all those shows. Like we, we like in Canada, I know I didn't have several of those shows you listed, but just the fact that we know them all, kind of like I don't know what shows are happening today that people are gonna look back and be like, oh, remember all these shows? And people will be like, yeah, yeah, we all had that same childhood, like the same offerings. Remember um, Silent Library? Oh yes, that, that never got it. Was called Fist of Zen over here. Um, oh yeah. We had MTV, which kind of got replaced by Viva. I don't know why and how. Um, mm. So it was MTV in the early 2000s, and somewhere mid 2000s they changed it to Viva. Maybe Viva is completely different and just did the same and took over. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, back when it was MTV over here. Um, they aired uh, Silent Library, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and for some reason, it was called Fist of Zen over here. The concept was exactly the same thing. Um, they were in a library, and the only thing that was different is that they had a fist where they um, got a piece of paper out, and when they unfolded it, one said, uh, showed the middle finger, and the others showed a fist. And the one who got the middle finger um, was the one who had to to do the challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh, the the most memorable. Yeah, I can see that being an issue here. The most <laughs> memorable thing was um, the the Lego um, jump rope. So they had <laughs> that's like, crazy. A small, a small oh, no. um, baby pool filled with Lego bricks instead of water, and <sighs> then. They had a guy step on it and do some rope jumping. Oh my god! And the the worst part is that it's silent library, so you are not allowed to scream, and the others are not allowed to laugh. Oh, <laughs> crazy! Yeah, we didn't. I didn't have that here. Maybe I was too old for it. That's crazy, though. I thought there was a jump rope. Like the actual rope was made of Lego. Oh, no. I was like, no. the challenges don't break it. Like, <laughs> My mind was focused on the physics of that. I was like, yeah. all right. He threw the first jump and just exploded pieces everywhere. This is uh, yeah. this is Demo Dog, by the way. The uh, sultry sounds of the seasons over here. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes, Demo Dog. Is this your first podcast? No. It is. Yes, it is. Yes. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, then, everyone listening, 
Welcome, please welcome Demo Dog. Yay! All right. Um, did you guys have America's Funniest Home Videos uh, in Germany? We did. Or like, uh, well, uh, obviously, Soda. in America, Soda. did you have? A... Oh, so <laughs> yeah. You, you we we had that in Canada. Sorry. But... Yeah. Was it Canadian Jim? funniest home videos? No, no, we had Americans with Bob Saget, right? Well, I guess you're part of North America. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> we, we had cap- we capital had, A America. Yeah. We had something like the the best American fail videos over here. Mm. It was called Oops the Pun Show. So whoopsie the the accident show. The ouchie show. The ouchie yeah. show. Yeah, something like that. Um Aptly named. it was basically American videos. Um and it was Fail Army before Fail Army was a thing. Um, so just and an all early the videos. Archive. This was mid 2000s. Maybe it still airs. Uh, but I could bet that the videos are still from somewhat from the 90s or, or 80s. Really, uh, they had mm-hmm. all different ages of videos. American Ninja Warrior. Oh. Or wait, no. Was oh, American yeah. Gladiator? Yeah, that Gladiator. was Gladiator. Yeah. 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 Octagon. Yeah. Gladiator's the good one, yeah. With the massive Nerf guns. It's yeah, like, I just want that one. The pugil sticks. <laughs> I wanted to compete so badly in that. Yeah, but you had to be a bodybuilder on there. I think they came out with, like, merchandise, like, action figures. Um, Just back to the other thing, though. Um, Not America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, now we have Tosh.0. Is that still Or around? whatever his, his uh, new one is. still exists. They gotta be in like season eighteen. Like I think uh, it's nearing its end. I think. Yeah. Shame. Oh, we have ridiculousness too. Uh, That's the one. That one. Yeah. Maybe even me a newer one too. But not to say that it's good content. It's. I just mean it's like them filling uh, the void. Filling the void. Yeah. Exactly. America's funniest home videos like weren't even usually that funny. The voiceover you know, did it. Like, it was it the, did yeah. a silly voiceover. Like, oh no, I stepped on a oh, pizza. No, what is this, what is <laughs> this guy like, doing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man. Riding a horse on the autobahn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. I could have like extreme elimination challenge too. Oh, MXC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the voiceovers. Yeah, of it, course. Yeah. yeah. And it's like things. a totally different show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, have you ever seen. Or saw like what they sampled all the video from. It's not even the same show at all. <laughs> no, like, same thing as uh, Power Rangers. True. You know, yeah. like oh yeah, ori- that's right. The original Power Rangers is like the show where they're cursing and stuff like that, and it's like a real show, and it got Americanized, and it's for kids, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> that's what crazy how they just took the action scenes and added American actors. And yeah. then voiceover because they're all they, wearing masks. It's like genius. We can make them do huh, who, ha, in American sounds, and it'll <laughs> flow perfectly. That's all we need. They just yeah. have to move their heads so they look like they're talking. Well, yeah. they they took the fight scenes and then they cut into live action scenes where like they were in school and stuff like that, so they could do whatever yeah. they wanted. And then it would cut over to the taken footage. So there's actually a series on netflix called the shows that made us or something or the toys that Mm. made us and it goes into huge detail of the whole power rangers backstory like how bandai sold rights and it was actually really interesting from a documentary point of view Mm -hmm. if you've never seen it the toy line was huge 
Oh yeah, I I had them. I almost had every single one as a kid. Like that's all I wanted was Power Rangers or Transformers. Yeah. Um, the Megazords were always awesome. Beast Wars was awkward, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I loved Beast Wars. Early early CGI. It didn't uh, freak yeah. me out as much as Donkey Kong Country. Oh yeah, that was weird. Which was, was a, bad show. a fever dream of that a show. Was bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, Teletoon announced the, sh- the there's like the Nickelodeon of Canada. Mm-hmm. or Cartoon Network announced it when I was like grade fuck I don't remember but I, I remember where I was like when I saw that trailer like it, standing in my room I remember calling my mom over like so fucking stoked for like the most shittily 3D animated <laughs> thing ever oh speaking speaking of shitty animated 3D animations um did you have Jimmy Neutron of course oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I I recently found Jimmy out Neutron that it's... is like the perfect animation. It's like kind of like Uncanny Valley sort of like yeah. It did um, not age very well to be honest. No, that's kind of why. Like... Yeah. So yeah, I like that it became I, pinnacle. I, of I really enjoyed culture. it as a kid. Mm, yeah, that's true. What about yeah. uh, what about the show? No, it was just some three D animation I was thinking about from from back then. Mm. But yeah, it did not age very well. Um, just like a lot of CGI stuff. Oh my god, I just remembered Code Lyoko. Was that one was another up. that was weird. It was just the massive foreheads. The thing is, is like you <laughs> have compared Jimmy Neutron to things like Code Lyoko, but Ugly Martians, um, Recoded. Like I think Jimmy Neutron survived the best out of all of those. Mm, I mean, obviously yeah, this that- doesn't. This is like kind of wannabe anime style too, right? Well, this was oh, Toonami when it went to Maguzi. So when we, we when the death of Toonami happened, it was kind of like a bad, sad mm. day for um, oh, Cartoon Network. Because like I grew up with, so I didn't I didn't know Cartoon Network until like my early teens. Like all I thought existed was like Nickelodeon and like Saturday morning cartoons. And I remember I was over at my aunt's house, and they had like the good cable. I was flipping through the, the channels, good cable. Yeah. and then I and all of a sudden I fell upon a channel I've never seen before. I think in my area it was channel seventy-five, and that's the kind of stuff that we don't have anymore. Is like, oh, what channel is it? Oh, it's this channel. Like, turn it to channel seventy-five. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So that's a high up there channel, dude. That's yeah. a premium service. Yeah, that's why I didn't have it at home. But like, yeah, I flipped it on and I was watching Cow and Chicken, and I was yes! like, Cow I was and like, Chicken. What? What the hell oh, am God. I watching? Why is this guy running around on his ass cheeks? But uh, like, it was red man. Yeah, the um, baboon. Yeah, no, it wasn't the baboon. It was the the devil guy, which I forget oh, his name. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's right, right. He's one of my but, favorite voice actors of all time. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done a lot on for Cartoon Network, and I was like, oh, what is this whole new world? And then later on, finding Toonami, I remember I'd run home and watch um, Thundercats thinking like this is like nice. a new, new show or something you know it was like oh, for forever <laughs> oh, it just reruns that's early toonami as well yeah I, i'm just dating myself but, yeah <laughs> but when it flipped over to maguzi i was unwilling to to forgive them for that yeah damn I just didn't have the same feeling i lost tom tom was my homie oh and then the, he's yeah. back yep then he yeah. went to like late night toonami with when it was adult swim well, he's back um, well, right now. It's he's it's, still yeah, going. Yeah, it's called Tsunami again now. Yep, it's just super late in the night, which they even uh, they talked about why they've done that now. 
Um, but yeah, it starts at 12 in the morning now. And yeah. who's Tom? Like the host? Tom's Tom was the okay, robot host. Yeah. But he's the voice actor for Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, no, isn't it, the, like, the the awesome for Toonami bumpers. Like he'd be there, like in his ship. What the heck was it called? The observation, uh, I think. Some like that. Mm. The observer. Yeah, I now I gotta go check out that. Um, Steve Bloom. Oh, uh, what was that album that was put out by the Vaporwave album? That was like the the goodbye to Toonami. Oh no. Oh, oh yeah, like, it's t- not tsunami tapes. Yes, that one. Is I, it? I, oh, okay. I copped that instantly. Uh, I think I have that. Yeah, on for oh, for disc. sure. I was like, oh, the nostalgia, because it had all nice. of like the the bumpers, and they had a lot of um, music that was involved, a lot of like hip hop with samples, and it was like nothing I heard of before. Mm-hmm. Those little like jingles they wrote too, like there's that's classic yeah. stuff like that just survives in our minds now in our collective memory you know you can go look up the youtube video but how you know, long before that go- that that's gone who knows yeah. it's just it's not something you hear around anymore now you just hear the same fucking songs over and over again they don't even hear that you only hear like a couple second segment of them on tiktok yeah which is <laughs> yes is it like yeah how can we distill everything down to 30 seconds that, that I think is like, oh no, what's what's faster than TikTok? What's what's going to be next? Yeah, hopefully a complete abandonment of right, like digital, like the internet just media. is reset, like Tyler yeah. Durden style, and we have yeah. to just talk to each other. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have something like that. It'll all then be I would like not be Usenet able to talk to you BBM. guys. Oh, it's like that. There's like a web comic I saw. It was like two people in like hazmat suits sitting next to each other and one like draws a meme on a piece of paper hands it to the other guy and he just laughs like hey. yeah. <laughs> he's like remember when the internet existed <laughs> yeah crazy yeah that voice actor I just looked him up there Max um, Charlie Alder or Charlie, Charlie Adler is... yep. Adler Adler yeah yeah Count awesome. Chicken I Am Weasel Ah Real Monsters dude Ah Real Monsters was who was he in that tight uh, great question. Not to put you on the spot. Oh, but... he, um, Icarus. Oh, I'm pretty positive he was Icarus. Yeah, Icarus. Yeah, Icarus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I, I like everything. Monsters. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna like download that show and watch that again. So That's smoke a lot of weed. So good <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember all this shit. I'll propose Rocko's a question to you guys. Is there a cartoon out there that's on the edge of your memory that you're like, all right, I remember the premise, but I have no idea what it was called. Like, I can't mm. even, I can't even remember if it's real, but like they had this happen in it. There were a few that I rediscovered over the years and I've downloaded the seasons well, too. And now that we have the internet, forever. we can kind of like, just be like guys who rode on cars that turned into surfboards and then you can <laughs> yeah. find out like whatever before you could <laughs> yeah. do that. People are just like, no, nah, that wasn't a thing. I'm pretty sure I would know if that was a thing. Motorcycle riding fish. Um, ah, street yeah, sharks. I, we had a show, yeah. um, like a, I, I'm, convinced it, it was a US show or at least the concept was US um, so you have a couple kids in a in a show 
with uh, audience and stuff. And then they just go out on a door and then they just get a shopping cart and run through a store and they have, I think, a minute. Oh, that to, sounds like that sounds like Trolley stuff. Dash from Britain. I think that's yeah, the UK that show. Could, could, could be could be that. Mm. Live action show. Mm-hmm. Mm. Actually, there may have been a U.S. one from the 80s. I think, but that one, I remember what it was, is that you have to first answer a series of trivia facts, and then that gives you a certain amount of allotted time for each team in the store. Oh, nice. I and see. yeah, that's, yeah, I don't remember the name of that one, but that one was a really, like, that one's way in the past. Mm. I just had one right now. Uh, Fern Gully. That was, was a like, film. Right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, what was that movie I'm where they're sure cutting down trees and too. stuff? Oh, yeah, you looked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah Robin Williams is in that as Batty. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Bat- Brain farts. Fucking, I remember his rap. So there was also a cartoon um, where everyone, it was a Western, and everyone were cows. Oh, Cows of Mumesa, or Cowboys yeah. of Mumesa. Yeah, Cowboys of Mumesa. Like, this yeah. back when they were just Amazing. like shake the boggle cube yeah, of a bunch exactly. of different ideas or yeah, like, was it, um, they could sell toys the south park mm-hmm. um family guy idea generator when they had the dolphins pulling uh balls out of a giant tank yeah right right um but yeah, I, I believe the one that i was talking about before where there were people who fly on car surfboards was yeah. called sky surfers strike force yet another cash grab Sky Surfers Strike. Dude, it barely comes up when you Google it, too. 1995 to 1996 is as long as it lasted. Jeez. Man, that's like a, but that's still, a rare one. It takes up real estate in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there was Mine also... were... Um... Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, that before I even watched like the live-action Starship Troopers movie, there was a Starship Troopers Marauder cartoon like really early cgi and i remember Crazy. nothing except when i was little i was watching these guys in these big robot suits shoot bugs like these giant alien <laughs> bugs yeah crazy man starship i didn't know that um what was i gonna say yeah mine were um samurai pizza cats oh nice that one i remembered uh having some good memories with one friend actually not ever watching that one on tv i think but finding it like on napster or like morpheus or something and then like for, forgetting it and re- remembering it years later and there was one though from my childhood i'll try and describe it and see if you guys knew what it was it was like there's a ki- high school kid live action show and um he's like a computer kind of dork but he's not a dork he's like the cool kid and he's like playing a game one time and he gets like sucked into his computer are you talking about freakazoid it's not freakazoid no that okay, sounds like captain that a- freakazoid yeah. is fucking amazing though like the writing in freakazoid if you go back and watch those early episodes man yeah that is like awesome. warner brothers like top top gold well Didn't that animated back yeah. Animaniacs too, aren't they yeah. bringing that back too? Freakazoid, they did. They did bring Animaniacs back. 
Oh, oh shit, man! I gotta watch that. They had a cartoon. It was a movie. It came out like uh, three years ago or something. Damn! Oh, sweet! I am so stoked. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. Was it a Christmas movie? New Animaniacs. I don't know. I remember watching it. And I was like, oh, huh. The new Animaniacs. I see a Hulu. Oh, right no, there was the new yeah. Rocco movie. Or it was a Rocco Modern Life. Oh gosh, that came yeah, out. That that's what movie. it was. There, yeah. was, there was a Rocco's Modern Life show also. Yeah. There was also a Christmas movie, which was actually pretty good. I tried watching it, but I couldn't. You know, that's how nostalgia works, right? Like, is yeah. it, was it the show that wasn't as good? Did they make it differently? or is it's it better just, in your head. I don't have the time for it anymore, and my lifestyle has changed, so I can't enjoy it as much. Oh, yeah, but Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Neutral I'll just con- in my head. continue with the show. It wasn't Freakazoid. I it think was a live one, action. The- Oh, live action. Yeah. Because mm. I was going to say, it's like if it's a cartoon, it's like the only thing I could think of is Captain N, but he wouldn't be on a computer. Mm. Um, yeah, no. He's in his basement, like gaming away, gets sucked into his computer, and he becomes a like a transformer superhero kind of, like Power Rangers, like mecha droid this, thing, right? This sounds like something that JonTron covered, actually. It's. I, I bet you, I bet you he did. Though. So he so he has to go into his computer. It's kind of like Tron, I guess, and like fight computer viruses who are like going to infect his school or something. And he's also a drummer, he's a really good drummer. And his his two friends, uh, they're like his bandmates, and they like play music as a band in the computer. And they all have droids, and then they morph up and like become a super droid. You know, I don't know. It was called. Um, Superhuman Cyber Squad. Cyber Squad. Yeah, Superhuman Samurai your, Cyber your Squad. Your Google yeah. Foo is as fast as mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that was from memory. Oh, nice. You helped I just, me. I, I had to Google it. Yeah. Because someone else asked the exact same question on Reddit. So, but I, it's it's easy to find shows now. I think because I searched. I remember. I remember remembering that show and like. 2012 and like not being able to find it and then i found it on like a private tracker website and it's still like wasn't maybe it's on youtube now since but yeah it's much easier to find that shit now i mean and soon we're in a weird spot of the internet where it's like things are starting to go behind paywalls like everything's going back to a paywall right like if if disney didn't already take it and put it behind but disney plus and the resistance fighting back has been pretty much squashed like yeah dmca takedowns uh who remembers just tired uh, nick reboot (laughs) Mm. so this was Mm. like an underground somebody got a hold of like the original streams like tapes of nickelodeon like oh shit with the commercials and and everything with the commercials they were still showing like they so they cut out the commercials and they put them in at random but they had like the old capri sun commercials the old mario commercials fruit by the foot commercials blow pops Mm -hmm. commercials everything and they were doing a 24-hour stream online and then they tried they got a little greedy and they tried to monetize it and that's when they got shut down but it was like i could go in at any time to do a patreon they had a TV guide built into the website. You could like, nice. oh, what's going on? All right, let's the hidden temples next. So, oh, dude, I think I remember awesome. that now. Yep. And now it's gone. Yeah. They had a, another version of it for Cartoon Network, but that one, like, you had to weed through because there was a lot of Cartoon Network IP out there that wasn't like immediately fun to watch. So you're like, oh, I gotta wait a few mm. hours. So it was kind of like the experience of going back in time. 
mm-hmm. and being like, yep, got to tune in at this time. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, having to watch it at that particular time. And if you now, missed it, it was e- done. Unless you even if it. yeah, and you can't rewatch it, you got to borrow tape from someone. <laughs> now, I, I, if yeah. you miss it, just watch it when you get home. You know, it's it, even though it came out that day, you're still probably going to watch it at some point during the night it comes out. Let's say it's Game of Thrones season finale, something like that. Yeah, um, whereas if you miss that shit back in the yeah. day, and you can't go to work the next day because everyone's going to be talking about it. I think Seinfeld has an episode about that, or they they should have an episode about it. Like or not wanting to get it spoiled. Does. They have, a, have an episode about something like that. Yeah, trying to yeah. avoid the spoiler. I, I recently guess recently watched Net, uh, some Seinfeld on Netflix because it's finally on Netflix. Um, because I was using um my Prime subscription to watch Seinfeld on Prime Video. But then they took it down. So um, with the shows you have available on Netflix or Prime Video and stuff, other streaming services. So we don't have HBO Max or something like that over here. And for some reason, some shows on Netflix are available in the US, but not in Germany. Um, yeah, and they change the rotation so much. It's like something's on. Like, how do you watch Breaking Bad right now? If I want to just go watch it, where do I go? I have you know, enough. it's like it, it's hard. To, well, maybe that. Thank you, Mister. Have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, maybe bad example. You know what I mean, though. Like it's hard yeah. to to yeah. know where to go to find something. Whereas before, you just be like we go to the video store and we rent the VHS that's or the DVD. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe even the Blu-ray, like, cause that was just thing go to for the library. Time, I guess. We had, um, or the library, bro. We, for, for you can us, still go to the library actually and get, people don't find know that as which is mind blowing. Like there's, yeah, I, I do library. library? Is what is, what is this? Yeah. I think, <laughs> well, I what think newer generations don't even know what a library is because <laughs> yeah, so they just have a phone library? and their laptop, and that's more than sufficient to get access to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the library is amazing. Back in the day, when I was in elementary school, we had a bus from the library coming to the schoolyard. Oh, shit. Some, some stuff that we could borrow, and then one week later, would show up again. Mm-hmm. So it would always show up on Switch I don't know bucks. Thursday or something every one or two weeks um so that was pretty fucking nice to have so was the it bus took you to the library no the bus oh, was the library. I was like come on kids they had a small selection of selection of awesome books uh DVDs video games so it's like the side panel on the bus opens up and there's like a whole undercarriage with all these like sh- different shelves of shit. Um, and... It's like, hey, kid, no, you want to no. learn something? It, it was a, like a door. They had a door, just like some school bus, but instead of uh, seats, there were uh, shelves. Mm. What? Well, this was oh, pretty epic. That's cool. And that then you had cool. the, the bus driver um, with the, the checkout and you had your library card. Um, oh, and what? It was from the city library, so you could mm. just go to the library and return it there, or wait for mm-hmm. the bus next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be a damn, thing. That's cool, especially with this how is, like they can yeah. scan everything right there. Library cards are all digital now. Like we we are never been in a better time to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this Actually, was like in like that here. 2006. 
because there's something about like putting the content in front of people and creating something exciting around it like especially for kids right like a book all the fair. kids line up oh i'm gonna go get the physical book the book fair right scholastic, yeah, scholastic book fair, exactly book fair, get me a bookmark and a ever. pencil <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I got Baldur's Gate from Scholastic Book Fair, and I'll, ne- I'll never forget that. That was a great, great like experience. the game? The f- book. Oh. Yeah. They, they okay, wrote a book after. Well, you got a yeah, legit yeah, Scholastic stuff. Fair. Yeah. I remember getting missed from the book fair. Oh, shit. Missed. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah they actually had We that never there. saw you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max isn't coming to school. Wait, we haven't seen that kid since he picked up a copy of Missed. That was- <laughs> Where is he? He's busy clicking. <laughs> He's yeah. clicking on every pixel on his screen. Yeah, because that game doesn't make any sense at all. Well, thank God there were so few <laughs> pixels back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, back in my oh. day, they, the, the pixel was below 1,000, but on its way. Yeah. It's like our pixels the, were square the, still. Yeah, on the, on the Wii... The, the pixels were like just washed out to have a higher looking resolution thing. Yeah. Mm. Or at least I, I feel like it was like that. Crazy. Yeah. Maybe back to the topic where we are the boomers that now complain about how <laughs> how <laughs> the shows that they show nowadays uh, turned. Um, I recently watched Teen Titans with a friend of mine like the original show um oh this action uh animation yeah. I, highly um, underrated honestly yeah that's actually good shit yeah this is really good um and then after we finished we were kind of bummed out by the abrupt end um, and they well they keep teasing a season six but they've been teasing it for the last like no, three they're years not. <laughs> they're not <laughs> they're gonna know of course not they're not um and now we we thought why not watch Teen Titans Go since everyone complains about it and check out why they complain about it. Um, mm. And they went from. I mean, the one point is the art style changed a lot, so it's like a chibi version. Yeah, like everything's miniaturized. Like everyone's got you know big heads, very yeah, big heads. Bodies. <laughs> yep, something like that. Um, like one third of their bodies is the head. Um, but with Teen Titans Go, they took away the action, um, and the depth of character, I guess. So the, the whole Teen Titans Go thing is just fun to watch and to laugh about, but that's it. There's no lesson, just fucking laugh. About stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad that show's good though. Like, we were so um, lucky growing up. Like, we we really caught the perfect pocket. Like, whether you're you watch stuff in the 80s, 90s, or the 2000s, the content was like super, super on point, and like it lasted long enough where it was relevant for a long enough time to cross over those like generational gaps where like you could you know watch batman the animated series in the 2000s and still like love it or like even the old like all the superhero ones like spider-man and stuff 
now they're just making the feature film versions instead of like good new content for kids they're just giving us what they already know works based on what worked 10 15 years ago from our childhoods um so i just feel so fortunate to like have all these memories to share with people and like uh appreciate you know like i don't know like cowboy bebop right that shit is from 98 99 incredible incredible thing they're remaking it now it's like why not make a new good anime did anyone see it by the way uh, I, yeah, I started yeah. watching it today but oh i don't God. see the pitchforks so and torches yet so it might be better than death note was oh yeah yeah hopefully so, i mean i just watched <laughs> hey, I the first like two that. episodes but yeah. from the first impression i would say it's a lot better than i did not watch the death note live action because Everyone hated on it, and I was like, why waste my I mean, time? <laughs> to go on the record, I did not dislike the Death Note live action. Um, mm, me neither. Ooh, that's a hot I take in the wrong right. direction. I thought it was it's good, short, but I also yeah. didn't like the original series. So that's my hot take. Ooh. But I didn't think it was better. It's a wrong I think podcast it was for that. a good thing on its own. <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, it's an homage. It was good. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Yeah. Probably the last time you guys will invite me after that. <laughs> yeah, now get out. <laughs> Before we dive down further this deeper hole or this deeper into this rabbit hole, I kind of want to challenge what you said, Indy, because while there was a lot of good stuff, it's more we're pushing aside the absolute garbage that was put along with it. Yes, because, that's a good point. Like good I. Point. Because as I've but done, the garbage is part of it. You need the garbage, right? Well, so the thing is, is as I've done research into like '80s and '90s commercials, just like you know, obviously you're gonna get TV shows brought up and the toys that go with them, mm-hmm. and then you're reminded about just how much absolute garbage there was, yeah, like like landfills, the, man. The Police Academy animated cartoon for kids. Like <laughs> oh why? Why did that exist? And you know, like, the, and I thought about this earlier, how, because it kind of came to light. It's like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and Disney were probably the big three in the U.S. But then I started to remember, it's like, okay, there were subsects of stuff because there's CW4 mm-hmm. Kids, there's yeah. Toon's Eye, uh, early Toonami. Uh, uh, yeah, EKN. Uh, and, like, the thing is, like, Toon's Eye, barely anyone remembers it because... It didn't have mm. great shows. The only cartoon I can even remember there being is the one about the robotic monkeys, and that's about it. And then CW4 Kids was Warner Bros., so people were like, okay, I know that there was uh, Freakazoid on there, uh, Earthworm Jim, which I don't know if even was any good. That, I love that show. Oh, that was a had... fucking... I'm going to rewatch that show tonight. And then... <laughs> the dog. The dog like, character, yeah. man. There's just a few Sorry, of them. Um, and so it's like, it, I think what it is is that these days it's honestly hard for us to find shows that we think is good amongst the garbage. I think it might be our age that we're more looking at the garbage covering the good because I'll say mm. it, I'm I'm not an Adventure Time fan, but I can say it's not a bad show. Um, I used to watch it until it reached a certain point and then I was like, okay, you know what? This isn't for me. I used Same. to watch... I used to watch regular show until I was like, okay, I, I more just kind of fell out yep. of cartoons entirely. Um, yeah. Except like, except for anime, because 
that's a little different mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I still like to revisit old cartoons and stuff. Like Ed and Eddie still holds up. Nice. Um, and stuff like for that. Sure. But um, I'd say that even, even like as soon as it is to say that some of the early 2000 or 1990 block of Cartoon Network wasn't very good because like we forget how much Hanna-Barbera bullshit was on because yeah. not not every Hanna-Barbera cartoon was the same. No. So like Scooby-Doo, true, that's true. good. Uh, Wacky Races. You, uh, yeah, Classic. and stuff like <laughs> that. But then you got to push aside. You have uh, Top Cat, Snagglepuss, Huckleberry Hound, Quick Draw McGraw. Mm-hmm. Um, you have so much to sift through that. And the fact is, is that's because mm. like, uh, Space Ghost, Harvey Birdman, those turned into adult car- or into adult swim shows taking footage because the they were like the old footage was deemed so boring and that like Hanna-Barbera didn't want anything to do with it because no one cared. Excellent example is Space Lab or Space Lab. Dude, are you fucking serious? Space Lab was Hanna-Barbera and it's deemed one of the worst, one of the worst Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but it made for a good adult swim show because they just dubbed over it. They made a BS. Oh Um, my fucking God. I had no idea that was done for either show. I'd never even heard of this other show, but Harvey Birdman. I was always, I always wondered like, why the fuck are all these Hanna-Barbera characters in this show? How do they get get the the Jetsons, the Flintstones, uh, Grape Ape. You get all that because Hanna-Barbera basically, their goal was let's throw so much shit and see See if any of it sticks. And mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo was about, like, the only thing. Flintstones and Jetsons started falling off. Yogi Bear fell off also, yeah. Y- yeah, that fell off. And then people are just like, who the fuck is Droopy Hound? And stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> and, you know, there is a pantheon of uh, Hanna-Barbera characters that no one knows about. Like, uh, I can't even remember the name of the shark. Um, I know oh, Jabberjaw? Jabberjaw. Um, Squ- Squidly uh, Diddly, I think, is one of them. Josie and the Pussycats, which was oh my like, god, that was yeah. a cartoon at the same time. And then there yeah. was great film though, great yeah. feature film. Watch the film, one of my favorites. Check it out. On the topic of Birdman, <laughs> has anybody seen Bird Girl? No, I've never it's, heard of it. It's still pretty funny. I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's on HBO. It just came out. Oh, uh, it's yeah. But yeah, like, and uh, a, a show that people know for meme purposes only is Stupid Turbo Teen. That came from like the 80s and 90s, and that's a horrible show. It's literally a kid who turns into a car. That's that's the whole show. <laughs> and it, it, it's just like, even the ads for it are bad. And it, it was all because they're just like, we're making a show so that we can sell merchandise. So I think it is kind of notable today that we've sort of strayed away from that because like who there's i don't think there's any regular show toys i don't think there's not much in adventure time it's more like a i would say there's apparel i can't think of any toys besides funko pops i can think of a lot of apparel stuff Mm, which to me that's different um but i think it's like well we also lost toy stores so we don't That's have the big too. box placement. If it's not in a Walmart, most people don't have access to it. Like we lost back in the mm. day, KB Toys. We lost. Um, Toys R Us. Toys R Us, which yeah. was the, we, we the also had Toys R Us over back. here. 
Well, it's going to be an have... online store only. Right, right. I think they're keeping one open in Canada? Too. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is a Canadian company, right? Yeah. It's All in right, Vaughan, cool. I think, which is like an hour away. Right. So like we, we've lost those centers where you're going to go and find toys. Like being able to go to a toy store and see something for the first time at the toy store, that's that's gone. Just like flipping through the channels and discovering a new thing. Unless you were Dude. like reading the TV guide or something, you weren't going to be like, oh, what's this? I can't even imagine like not being able to have my kids have that experience, you know, like window shopping for the toys and like, I want that one. And like, no, we can't afford it. You know, like feeling bad, you know, all that stuff. I'm, I'm not going to get, go through it. I'm sure I am. It'll, it'll exist, but just on a yeah. smaller level, it'll, it'll just be yeah. like walking through a department store. Cause like kids nowadays don't know what's there the and there's even less like, to look at. So <laughs> Dude, I want the Home Alone 2 toy store where you go in and it's like the fucking giant-ass store you can get lost in, you know? Yeah. You guys remember that store from Home Alone 2? What was that called? I I had that Uh, when I was in in New York. Uh, Like, I don't know, eight eight years ago or something like that. Um, So in theory, I was like still a kid. and there was one Toys R Us that was like on three levels and huge. Uh, can you just turn your camera off a little bit? I think you're lagging. I'll turn mine off also. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, That's better. Yeah, I think in New York there was one huge Toys R Us, which I felt like I got lost in because yeah. it's sized. <laughs> um, but also we have had Toys R Us over here too. So yeah, this experience is something that kids these days will probably not have to just walk around with their parents in a store like that and show their parents what they want from Santa for Christmas. Yeah, know. or like where where do parents take their kids at the mall to just like let them go? In, do, like, Is that a thing So There's still like anymore? the big plastic death trap play fortresses in some malls, but also most yeah. people don't go to malls. <laughs> that's, that's we got all the dead malls. Yeah, That's, that's why we true, have yeah. the dead malls. Yeah. That's why I love if we had dead malls over here because malls in general are less common in Germany. I mean, we still have some yeah. some malls. Yeah, it was a, it yeah, was have, super North American malls, thing. Yeah, or something like malls where you have different different stores like some makeup stores, clothing, toys, uh, um, drug store thing. Um, we have something like that, but. It's kind of different, but I would assume that it kind of has somewhat of the same feeling, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, just like the, you know, kids favorite show, they want the action figure. Like, do you just order it off Amazon now? And it comes in a, that shitty yeah, brown cardboard box and overnight, comes overnight. Next yeah. day too. And the kid doesn't understand like, like, oh, you got to wait a while or we're going to mail away for something. What I, yeah. I know we're like, it's probably cause we're so close to the holidays we're pinging on this and we're getting away from cartoons but right before we get back to cartoons the sears (laughs) catalog was like how people like how i picked toys out for christmas this massive dream book came in it was like 150 pages and that's how sears made their money through like kmart and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but for a sec Uh, oh you're dipping out uh yeah, my buddy got into a car accident. I gotta go pick him up. Oh my god. Oh damn. Yeah. Right. 
I I guess he's at the hospital. We'll see. <laughs> oh boy. Whoops. So um. All right. Yeah. Uh, take care. I'll be back then. All, All right. right. Cool. All right. Later, okay. guys. Later then. Peace out, man. Drive safe. Don't want you getting. Uh, yeah. Damn it. Dude. Way to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he left. I mean, he left. Okay. Yeah. Uh, knock on some wood. Um. What 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 did you say again? Demo. Um, uh, we were talking about catalog. the tangent. Sears catalog. Oh yeah, the catalog. But it's kind of like the idea of that, like we can't just like we can't go to like Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or you know Family Video to peruse like hey what movies are out. Like we man, we I miss that kinda, so much. We Walking around with a bag of popcorn. Idea. Yeah, just kind of like trying to figure out what's going on and then trying to like scam me into buying like a single bag of popcorn for $3 extra than you could at the store. <laughs> Dude, and you'd like, you'd run into people you knew while you're hanging out at the video store and be like, yo, what are you renting? Right. And get recommendations and stuff. It's like the perfect like, like, like 90s movie about... setup. Like, oh no, yeah, the, yeah. the girl I have a crush on works at the video store. Now I can't Ooh, go to that one anymore. I'll look like a nerd because I'm picking up yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh true. no, I'm renting this for my for my kid's sister. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole culture around like how or to like, get around it. Movies That's like Mall Rats and stuff like that. We have these these movies that were a cultural piece that if you were to watch them today, you're like, oh gee, what's that like? Oh, I love those. Those are my favorite. Uh, Empire Records, um, Mall Rats, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, how are these not coming to me? I think tying Shit. TV into this kind of stuff is um another thing I've noticed. Just talking about stuff we're missing is really like obviously kind of like cheesy, but sort of heartfelt. Uh, local TV bumpers that like oh, especially yeah. around holidays because I remember around Christmas like um which there's still some local ones, but they do, they lack so much charm. They lack so much just like the feeling of the holidays when your local station uh, between cartoons or between shows, news broadcast that they'd be like uh, talking about your local events or um, just, you know, taking the time to be like, Oh, you know, you should be with your loved ones this holiday and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff because um, wishing you a safe drive on your family visit and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like here at, you know, ABC six, we're wishing you and your family a wonderful happy holidays. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And then station sign offs. You don't see the care taken in the station. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how many stations do proper uh, station sign ons and sign offs, but I remember um, still seeing a few sign offs and it was insane. Like it was, uh, so cool um, having a TV network take that time to dedicate like a elaborate sign off. I think one of my favorites ever um, was Cartoon mm-hmm. Network. Um, there's like only one video that I had to scour through to find, but it was um, Cartoon Network of July of 2000. I don't even know. But I remember when I used to see that sign-off, it felt so special, especially because um, the sign-off ended with, um, like, a kid going to bed and showed the stars in the sky, and it'd say, see you tomorrow, and that just felt so special. 
Yeah. Of course, then it led into the Adult Swim one, which was don't you know? It was like if you're a kid, you need to turn this off right now. Yeah, like yeah. this is the warning music. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, the especially uh, the Dawn is your enemy when they used to play that because I remember that too. Oh, I remember like the trippy one-liners, and they'd have like this like really yeah. disconcerting like like stereo crackle, and she's like, oh, "What the heck's going on?" Like, yeah, TV's possessed. I- I think I think the dawn yeah. dawn is your enemy is the most notable one because I remember that freaked me out and um, which you know that that's just insane to think about that a TV network did that too the fact that they put a bumper to scare kids into going to bed <laughs> so that they wouldn't mm-hmm. watch it because I ended up watching it I well I I guess I technically watched some tsunami shows which tsunami that late in the night is not meant for kids no. because they're showing stuff like ghost in the shell and uh, uh ninja scroll all together uh, i don't think yeah. they ever showed no tsunami Heavily did not edited. do that because tsunami was only anime that would have been mtv i think did drawn together mm, Heavily yeah, edited. Yeah. what together. about duckman mtv did drawn together yeah uh, but you get yeah. duckman Ugh, I actually didn't see that. I know of it, and I know that as a kid, I could, I, I probably would actually be too upset watching that because I remember like, just, uh, I found out it was fully coolly actually scared me as a kid because I remember, yeah. like, I just Being remember puberty one is pretty scene. horrifying. Yeah. Well, I remember it was the scene of the. I think it's a girl having the spider, uh, po- like the spider thing pop out of her head, and that scared the hell out of me. Um, and like, I mean, Adult Swim tries you might just show that scene from Fooly Cooly to a, like, what seven year old me, and I I was off. <laughs> I didn't watch anymore. Yeah, too much, too scary. Yeah, and Fooly Cooly isn't even a scary anime. It's a dumb comedy anime. Yeah, it's pretty intense though. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're like, yeah, like if you're young, you're demo watching dog late at night, discovering you- your body. Yeah. He's got that thing growing out of his forehead when he feels feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But um, it is so charming what a lot of those local news stations did. And, like, I feel like it would have been such a treat and fun to work there and be a part of, like, creating. Like, that's why I loved putting on Flamingo Fest and Late Night Lights and disco forever and whatever because like you get to build what the experience is going to be for people over the next 12 to 24 hours like you know when they're going to laugh it's like a making a movie almost which i like you know i i do that also and they must have had such a blast like every year doing the new version you know upping themselves making it better and um, I'm curious in the states because the states are so close to one another, like all fifty-two of them, or however many there are. There's fifty. And fifty. Yeah. And um, and in, in Canada, our provinces are fucking far, like twenty, forty-hour drives sometimes, like to get to the next one, mm-hmm. like uh, Toronto up to Manitoba, something like that is like at least twenty, thirty hours, and. So we don't get their their stations or their broadcasts or programming or anything like that. Do you guys have like if you live close to the border of a state, do you 
have access to both states' networks, or how does that work? So I guess it all depends on what what you're using to get it. If it's if you get cable anywhere, it's all mm. regulated because it all yeah. depends on your decoding your you know uh, modulator demodulator box. Like that's what's coming through. So if if it's over mm. the air, there are ways that your your TV nowadays, if it's a digital box, you're going to receive whatever the strongest is. But like, if you had two channels and the FCC wasn't doing their job with um, having enough channel separation, you were going to get some interference of overlap. Oh, mm. I remember that too. Whoa! Yeah, so, was... so on the same channel, right? It's not but like they, you can they pick shouldn't which be like that on. because yeah, yeah no, that's crazy. That's but what the FCC's two... job was for. Holy shit! Yeah, the two signals would fight each other, and then you get some very interesting or very scary television jumbled <laughs> up by static. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the cool yeah. thing was you could usually you could used to pick up um, TV channel signals with a radio. Yeah. So you could just listen to audio only on some mm. channels. I remember that when I was real young. That like reminds me of that whole phone freaking stuff. Yeah. Tuning into people's calls and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the FCC kind of did away with all that cool stuff. So. All that cool stuff. Right. See what I mean? See what you're missing, kids? Yeah. The government ruined or it. Or is it just boring? Probably both. Yeah. There are a lot more exciting <laughs> things now. Like Twitch, hot tubs, pools, and beaches streams. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's modern kids, like, uh, turning to, like, Channel 99 when they don't pay for it and looking through the static. Yeah. Like, what's that? <laughs> I think I saw something. Here's the thing. Something I think about a lot, I just realized fits perfectly into this conversation is what do people do like when they're in high school and developing their friend groups and coming up with quotes? What do they do to make sure everyone knows the quotes? Because everybody knows Family Guy quotes. That's true. I think it's, you know? I think it's kind of backwards now. I don't it's think back, there's. An, it is. There, well, I mean, it's not backwards. There's, there's definitely a. You have like to nowadays, quote, but not the show. Right. If I sent someone like if I was going to make a reference to something and they didn't get it, and I'd send them the YouTube video, I have about a thirty percent chance they're going to watch it because <laughs> people don't don't take the time mm -hmm. to stop for a second to add something to what they were going to do. It's like, hey man, check mm -hmm. out this thing. Like, oh yeah, I definitely will. And they don't <laughs> like ever, but. If it was like Family Guy, that was the hot topic thing because if you were watching Family Guy, you weren't cool. But nowadays, everyone's got phones, everyone's got TikTok, so they're just. I, I hear this nowadays, even with people in our kind of like our age group, they're just quoting TikTok videos or quoting stuff like that, um, or whatever the meme culture is kind of going. It really highly depends on your friend group, unless everyone's just running around saying like you know, you know, everything's sus. Mm -hmm. uh, I can say from my high school experience, um, it was that like there like there's some like obviously pop culture things, um, but I remember like we would some of us would say like a certain quote and then um, you know of course persons like oh I don't know what that is, and I think we did a good job of not because like I remember our friends because we're the poverty kids so most of us didn't have like good phones. I remember I was like in my senior year of high school with an iPhone 5C 
with five gigabytes of storage. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing is, is like the like I couldn't get internet to send stuff, and um, basically just like because of my friend group, we didn't really send each other stuff. We more of we talked about what we liked um, the, with the thing we referenced, which I think generates more interest um, than just sending something. I think sending something is the worst thing you can do. I think instead is you should um, just talk about why you like the thing, like. Um, that's what ended up getting me into, or I ended up finding Jojo and then Mm. I talked about Jojo with my friends who were kind of skeptical about it. And then now they love Jojo. Um, Mm -hmm. I I should say one friend loves Jojo, one friend hates Jojo, but he likes it enough to not completely hate us for talking about it. And he'll um, probably still get the references maybe. Well, and so the thing is, is he, that was the funny thing too, is he watched it because we make references, we make jokes. He read the manga, he hates the manga, but he still <laughs> read it so he could know, so he could be in on the yeah. jokes. Be part so of the, the group. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, I think that's still around. Like, as far as I'm, I think that's human nature. Like, nobody wants to feel left out. That, that FOMO or fear of missing out is, I, it might even be stronger now. I think it kind of runs a lot of people's lives especially with internet culture and with information being as immediately available. That's why people scroll through Reddit for like eight hours a day because they're afraid they're going to miss something. And I think that's Mm. what the big deal about Game of Thrones was too because like it's literally the entire one's like everyone's watching it. Everyone's talking about it. And then so if you don't if you don't know about it then everyone's getting all hyped and they're like oh I'm going to go watch Game of Thrones with my friends at my house and then you're like, well, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know what it is. And they're on season whatever. And so then it's like you're missing out. And so then you have this feeling like, oh, well, I need to get in on it too. Um, yeah. Which, so, yeah, I I think that's just kind of. Um, I have a question. Uh, you, you made me think of it. Cause so you're talking about the Game of Thrones and like, even if you didn't see the show, you'd probably be like, okay, this must be be worth seeing because everyone's talking about it right so you might see it later same with breaking bad Mm -hmm. i'm wondering about squid game because that show is not new maybe it's foreign and that's why we're seeing it Mm -hmm. now but like everyone's talking about squid game has have you all seen it nope i've seen i have have not I know everything Mall from man, memes. You have it. Maybe just it's because you're in Germany then. I'm not alone. No, no, no. It's it's, it's a big hype <laughs> over here too. Um, oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, it's on Netflix too over here. Um, I saw Strawberry Station um, dressed up as one of the contestants or whatever, <laughs> one of the number numbered people for Halloween, and I'm like, shit, yo, like, it's getting around. It's it, it's happening so fast, but like, is it gonna be relevant next year? You know, whereas I could go no. as I could go as Peter <laughs> Griffin, not. or like, or you know, any character. Like I could same with money. What, can, can you, you know please I mean? do that, Indy? That's <laughs> not a good example. Okay, maybe I Fry see, from Futurama. I need to see you maybe. as <laughs> Peter Griffin now. It's a, <laughs> the body <laughs> transformation of the season. <laughs> I I could do <laughs> Neo because I got a leather leather coat now. Yeah, and there you go. Then I just put on Neo. some sunglasses and then I'm just fucking Neo from The Matrix. That's another thing, like TV movies or movies on TV. Like you used to see a lot of films. Everyone 
knows these films because they just happen to see it at some point because it was always on on some TV somewhere. Well, that was how that's, cable that's works. part of why we like that's why we make vaporwave, right? There's yeah. so many songs that we know that we didn't choose to know because just because we happen to exist at this time in humanity, they're playing all these fucking songs no matter where we go. We go to the mall, we go to the grocery store. They're always we go to the drugstore. All these songs are always playing. You go to the bar, you hear the same songs for your whole freaking life. You know, I I know fucking Celine Dion songs I never put one on before. Right? Right. So like that's why we make vaporwave so we can say fuck you, I don't want to hear this song anymore. We can finally this consent to our, it. Yes, this is our way of consenting to it by making it our own version. And you know, that's a beautiful thing right there and that the fact that people are trying to stop that is just crazy, but it uh, it also extends itself into the whole notion of missing like TV broadcast programming or the films that we would we would see the well, only thing we're free. doing now and it was all free yeah yeah like that was the thing like you weren't you didn't pay for curation which is why a lot of these streaming networks are so big so you're like i don't want to see advertisements even though they were highly highly advertised in early on uh just like hulu if you want to get like the non-good hulu or whatever but like all these things that we were exposed to were free and they were highly subsidized as like a public service. Like TV used to be a way of like getting information out to the masses. Yeah. Only then exactly. when they started locking it down, when cable came out with movies Yo, only networks. Like where where were you when nine eleven happened? Probably in front of a TV. Not at my school. They were well, they weren't ready to put that on for at us. my school they did. They fucking don't yeah, well, it was a high school. I was in grade nine when it happened. Yeah, so everyone thing. was in, in the Canada. library. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. In, in the U.S., there was literally, they told schools. It was like schools, a lockdown. Like, there was a ton of schools that were like, don't even acknowledge that this happened. We don't want kids getting upset because like, they, wow. like there's reports yeah. of schools where they acted as if 9-11 hadn't was happened for like, the first, yeah. for like the first few wow. days of school because they were just mm. like, we don't want getting everyone in hysterics that's interesting because yeah. toronto's only nine hours away from new york mm-hmm. but yeah for the first two hours of the day i remember i was at school late i think i told this story on a pod a different podcast episode but a- a- all the students were already in their classrooms and in the gymnasiums and in the library and wherever and teachers were just standing around crying and i'm like what the fuck is going on i walk into the school late and they're like come into the library and watch the tv and yeah anyway so we we all heard of it through the tv though like more or less right yeah my school told me that like they said all right recess is canceled because i was like in like sixth grade the recess is canceled because there's a lot of bees on the playground and then one by one everyone in my class got called to the principal's office because their parents were there to pick them up and i didn't know why and Mm. eventually my parents came and got me i went home and that's when i that was the first time i saw a tv and found out what happened but that wasn't until like Mm later that day yeah now you'd see it on twitter well, yeah yeah a... you'd be telling the teacher like hey you know get <laughs> yeah yeah put your hand up um miss Krabappel. yeah <laughs> i yeah. wasn't old enough because i would have been like the age of one or two at that time oh but, yeah um, same here from what i know is that the like a big thing that they say about 9-11 is that what commonly happened is that um 
people would like be calling each other they're like turn on the tv and they say what channel and they're like just turn it on they're, like it doesn't matter yeah, it doesn't matter because it was literally yeah. across everything and that uh i'm pre- like i'm sure that happened with the assassination of jfk um and just like i mean mm-hmm. like that's how it used to happen but now i wouldn't say that like these big tragedies then again it's like those two were like super huge huge things especially u.s specific that happened um but these days i would think that i don't know if a tv network can be overridden by other networks well so if they can then like i don't know how like they haven't had I, to do I, it. So they started this after 9-11. They, they put all that emotion. Like, now the U.S. president can text everyone's cell phone at once if they want yeah, to. So they yeah. put all these things after 9-11. We just haven't had another thing where they would use this. But anything controlled by the FCC can be overridden by yeah. government order. Mm. So we've gotten away from that. Like, yeah, everyone's like worried. Like, shit, I guess. If everyone's like watching Netflix, like how are they going to get these news informations? Well, everybody has a cell phone now because landlines mm. are slowly being removed from the country. So, Literally, physically yeah. removed. Yeah, so, that's fucking sketchy too. Like all the cell towers go out, and then we're like, well, well guess we have land cables. Suck uh, that copper that <laughs> worked for two decades is not yeah. here anymore. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, again, I'm just going to we're moving into a new paradigm. Where we're gonna have that in our pocket so is it a good thing that everyone's gonna find out exactly the same time no matter what as long as you have a phone even when the cheapest phone nowadays is still capable of showing data and video and you know sound connected to the internet and stuff mm-hmm. so we're, we're in a way we've replaced the tv with the phone the immediacy of being updated uh with your phone yeah at some point you might get a brain implant in the future so this is it gets back to the, to the cyberpunk stuff like the Matrix, or um, Blade Runner. Um, because yeah, I'm I'm I come from a Discord server community that's called the Cyberdeck Cafe, um, which is just like all cyberpunk um, because it's a server full of techies and nerds building their own cyber decks um which are like sci-fi versions of computers um that are more portable and way cooler than the regular laptop because i mean yeah laptops are uh, compact and portable but they are rather boring so yeah well the cyber decks are also kind of like purposely anachronistic to like look like 90s mega tech which are yeah, 80s tech that never existed that's like miniaturization point. silicon shrinking every 10 years never happened yep uh um, what are we talking about uh cyberpunk stuff so how, how we, we got away from the tv now we have the phone like what's next the brain you know what i miss uh, two, uh, that makes me think of two things one planned obs- obsolescence, mm-hmm. wherein they bake the end of life into the technology, like smart TVs, like smart devices. Man, fucking, I'm so sick of these goddamn smartphones. I feel like the point <laughs> in which there was like, it wasn't like a one day shift, but from the time 
the first smartphone was invented and for a consumer to now, I guess, or once everyone had a smartphone, that was like the change from like the past to the future. Like everything's being streamed now. Everything's cloud-based. Everything's DRM. You know, it's like we're doing a whole podcast. We have a whole genre of music around celebrating this stuff. Like not even just Vaporwave, but late night lo-fi, right? That's basically just like classic television programming at like at night and, you know, all that old news anchor, um, you know, anything like luxury elite kind of stuff. But um, uh, losing my train of thought, we like we don't have that anymore you know you, it's you like you can't you can't use your old nokia phone anymore flip phones oh you can't even use them anymore like i, I still I, have my flip phone. at least i think so i mean if you, you can't get a no, canada at least because gsm's different oh, radios right. and everything they, they took down the service. you won't even be able to use anything yeah. 3g anymore so yeah exactly taking that down same yeah. way i bought um, i bought the the ac adapter for my old flip phone off ebay it was like 30 bucks i found it i was like yes i'm gonna use my flip phone again fuck smartphones and i can't use it yeah bell there's no sim card for it motorola razor it's it's the sanyo katana it was the the other razor yeah sounds like it's very very 2000s tech yeah oh it was so good that phone man i miss it so much like i truly truly believe that once smartphones entered the game and you could like look up your map on the go and see look like before you i there was a perfect era of when we had fast internet but didn't have smartphones so like there was still like all this old stuff we're talking about all these old classic inside jokes or like you're downtown somewhere you're trying to find directions you like call your friend who you who you know is near a computer to help you find information or like get where to where you have to go and stuff like that you know it's like there was such it sounds like a pain in the ass but it it was more special that's what made the last couple everyone had so cool. an, yes. no one had an advantage you know it was like yeah. i don't know yeah, I I wish that transition. We were in a transitionary period. Never ended. Full slope. <laughs> exactly. What, yeah. Is That's the next a new question. point in time, or is this just part of a bigger transition? I think yeah, it's it's like we're at the end of a type of transition, but there's a bigger, broader transition going on in general. Once like AI catches up and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. things, nothing's really new anymore. Like the newest thing to happen was like crypto 10 years ago right and all we're doing is again it's just rehashing it's the same every phone looks the same the concept of credit was wild like hey what about money that's not actually here so like the idea the idea of um Mm. crypto is just another version of that if anything crypto is a step back we're looking at like trading seashells and stuff (laughs) Yeah, monetary. it's just a ledger. So at all the we're end doing of the day. is what's what's old is new again, and what's old is new again will continue forever. But what's what's old now 
it's still new to us so we can't even think about how how we're going to change it to be exactly the same that's why i love um looking into these older technologies looking into these older youtube channels that show off like cool cutting edge tech from back in the day things like palm organizers palm organizers dude palm pilots hell yeah Yeah, i have i have an ibm idea pad oh no work pad work pad sorry I have yeah, one of these. Like that. that was I the first smartphone. We've had that I, forever. I, I recently got a pager because it looks cool. I'm uh, sorry, say that one more time. <laughs> a pager. A pager, yeah. A beeper. Because it looks beeper. cool. Yeah, because it looks cool. Um, I'm surprised they exist. Oh, say that. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You can't <laughs> use the, Yeah, I got it off like something like a local Craigslist kind of thing. Um, yeah. Man, they probably wouldn't have, even work here. We have eBay, eBay Kleinanzeigen, so it's like eBay, but local. Mm. They must have um, kept that system around in Germany. It looks like I don't even think you could get a pager here that works unless it's like... Um, the only way where pages work are for um, doctors, because yeah, apparently like they still have an emergency stuff. system that yep. calls pagers. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Um, but I would Most love reliable. to have a transmitter that could just send a message to my beeper pager whatever <laughs> um like a notification but not on my smartphone you got a push notification mm-hmm. to your beeper that would be so again, fucking cool what's, like what's this person just sent you a again. message on on whatsapp beep beep yeah all right but you can't idea. apply just so you know yeah just so you know well let's call this the apple watch but now you can reply on it this was like what was that the the pebble one of the first yeah, yeah. mass I love the pebble. I had you couldn't the pebble. do much except see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I still have. I have an an, an Amaze Fitbit. It's the Amazon one. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah I still cheap. have the the Pebble Steel. Like people are, it's a dying community, but you yeah, know. the, the Pebble. Oh, there's a hardcore had... community behind. They that are, one, you know? but oh, they're yeah. just getting forced the out to the faces. fact. Android won't support it anymore. Like when the mm. app finally dies, like they'd have to re-engineer everything from scratch. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Also, Pebble was um, bought up by uh, I think Fitbit. Fitbit, yep. and then Fitbit got bought by Google. So I I really oh, hope shit. that Google really does something with the knowledge Pebble had because Pebble was like superior. They had yeah. right. That's why um, they killed it. E- yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, they had e-paper displays, so uh, or yeah. e-ink displays, if you will, um, which made them last w- a week with one charge, mm-hmm. which is amazing compared to other stuff. I mean, but yeah. But they last too long, and the battery lasts too long, which means the device won't deteriorate quickly. So, Which is bad for yeah. the capitalist. Bad for shit. the company. <laughs> Well, did you did you, okay? Here's a cool story. <clears throat> did you know that a light bulb that never dies has been invented? In fact, the f- one of the, yeah, first the first light one. bulbs ever invented, yeah, was it's still going. <laughs> it's still going. Yeah, it's never turned off, and that the reason it's still going is because it was never turned on technically all the way to like used high intensity. Oh my god. It's always god. just a very low low like simmer, I guess you could call uh-huh. it, of like an orange glow. And that light was 
made in like 1800s or something. And yeah. the company that made them realized like, hey, once everyone buys a light bulb for their house, they're never going to need to buy them again. So they baked in end of life. That sounds like something Edison would do. <laughs> and it took us to until like just a couple years ago where we got LED light bulbs that, you know, don't die. Yeah, but they last like for the past time. hundred years, they just made them die. So we would have to buy them again. So we're just going to retitle this podcast, Why Capitalism Killed the TV. <laughs> I mean, the, the capitalist topic is kind of vaporwave, though. It, yeah, oh, for sure. What you were talking yeah. about, like the, Fit, the whole Fitbit thing has me interested because it does tie into the episode theme in that, like, Retrospect. technologies are so fleeting these days, right? We're talking mm -hmm. about flip phones and how they came and went. A fucking pebble came and went, and that was like three years of life it had just because it got bought out and it's like companies are buying each other's tech so quickly that we don't get to enjoy any product for long enough it's like yo everyone get this cool product it's like oh i'm kind of broke i can't afford it so i'm left out or i'm at a disadvantage or i'm behind i finally get it and i'm and now it's on gone. the same team with everyone and now no one's using this shit anymore yeah like yep fear of missing yeah. out is a powerful asset it's it's not just fear of missing out, but it's also like inability per to participate and depression <laughs> because of it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, how be just because of how quickly things change, it's kind of like an MMO. Like they, you know, they patch shit so quickly now that the items that you get, you know, if, if you cool buy anymore. it and it, the game's pay to play. Yeah. You buy it, you get to use it, and people that grind hours for it get to use it way after because it took them so long to get it. You just bought it, and then two patches later, it's like, okay, no one wants that item anymore. It's just real-life meta. You're just stuck in the last That's the real-life meta, bro, right there. <laughs> um. uh, I, I just, like, today, today, I saw a video when uh, they shut down the service for The Matrix Online. Oh my god, that's a great, great example, man. That was a really good MMO. Yeah, like, I never played it because great, same, same. But like, I'm the, not old enough. The <laughs> thoughtfulness that went into it and like the such unique ideas, or like it's it's tra it's a really tragic story. Yeah, everyone should watch that video. Or Lego Universe. I don't know if you had that in oh, the US. Oh, I didn't know they had one. Okay, um, because Lego Universe was a I feel like it was a complete failure, but it was my first uh, time experiencing some online video game. Um, nice. Well, my it computer could not what the game is, really. Just that you find a group to play with and create relationships and yeah, friendships. My, my laptop back in the day was not good enough to play this game, even though apparently it was um, made for everyone's PCs so mm. I don't know why but apparently I had a real shit laptop well that's why Roblox was so successful because people everyone could, could make it. their own games in it and anyone could play because it ran on shit computers yep mm -hmm. never played any Roblox stuff myself but me neither same I just Respect. saw like 
a few videos about that and that's it yeah it's different now though now like it's impossible to get your game seen apparently and it, you may as well just make a game outside of roblox something something capitalism there you go <laughs> damn technology because we're sitting here like why why did all the good days go away what happened to TV? What happened to movie rental stores? So what is going to be the killer app? What is going to be the thing that takes out streaming networks? Because what we see right now is fragmentation. We see IPs going Ooh, in so like many that. different directions. Yeah. We have Netflix was top dog for a little bit. They came out. They were even mailing DVDs to your house to cover the gaps. Now, in that process, yeah. they've they've kind of were big. Then along came Hulu. And like, oh, we can do this too. Um, Hulu's thing was they had a lot more advertising going on, so people were throwing money at them because they wanted to be part of a streaming service advertisement background. And I think uh, Hulu started to make their own series first. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix almost shot its whole leg off when they were like, you know, let's just green light everything. Let's let's put the most yeah. variety out there <laughs> and see what works. Shit on there for a while, right. like two years ago. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're just going going nuts. Almost only gonna have a bunch of you know brand new stuff, um, but now we have Peacock, we have Disney Plus, we have these major movers and shakers in the media world that have money Apple to TV, burn. Apple's, Apple's like putting a lot of money into that now too. Yeah, didn't they partner with Hulu? They Pretty did, early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they did. So we're seeing all these people, and we're fragmenting out. Eventually, you're going to see services to come out to bundle these different streaming networks. So you already kind of have that. players kill like me. that. When that happens, just kill me, bro. It's already kind of there, so don't oh die. But uh, So like Roku. So you have a streaming box for your thing that That's supports multiple platforms. <laughs> so now you're paying, instead of one company... Yeah. $200 a month for all these channels, you're paying 300 to eight different companies and having to replace your smart TV every couple of years because it no longer has the programming or firmware to support the new streaming sites. Yeah. Which is why I think like they just lost some support for Netflix on like the PS3, I think. Don't quote me on really? that. Really? Oh, but, shit. Like, eventually I, I know these... Sony's phasing a lot of shit out on mm -hmm. the PS3 eventually they're going to phase those out and all of a sudden your ps3 like, um, is no longer going to be your netflix box anymore yeah i know like final fantasy 14 online a huge part of why that game's so popular is because of the cross play mm -hmm. so mac users windows users ps3 and ps4 all can play on the same servers but PS3 is being phased out now, and people are yep. like, "What?" But da da. You were talking about Final Fantasy. Let's talk about Final Fantasy XI. Now that was an MMO on the PS2. <laughs> right. That. Oh no! Wait. What's the one with Vaughn? Is that twelve? Vaughn, main character Vaughn. Anyway, yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah, yep. right. Eleven had a huge, huge community. Or like the uh, fantasy star it'll, it'll click for me yeah fantasy star was huge yeah um with especially yeah in japan with, right that, yep. that was the whole thing too because so as they phase these the technologies out so closer you're so gonna have closer. disenfranchised groups of people looking for a new home yeah which i feel like it's like the old bait and switch like all right um 
We're going to shut down this, but hey, we're going to put up something real close to it right next to it. Going to be almost as good, but it's either this or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with um, latest tech stuff, like you could just run an old server running the resources that the game would need. Um, so I think when with uh, the Virtual Utopia stream from George Clanton and 100% Electronica, they had like this partial event where they had a Unreal tournament server running. Oh, they I remember could... that, man. I wish I got to join that. I was yeah. around for that, too. I set an alarm and everything. On the yeah. original Unreal Tournament, yeah, with the no original mods, with yep. no mods and exactly. just default settings. Yes. Did you play? Um, I did not because the server uptimes were like in the middle of the night for me. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Um, because now it's like after midnight versus like, six p.m. for us here right. in Eastern Time. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. And that's another kind of thing for abandonware, like an argument for abandonware should be released. Like if you're not making money on it anymore and you, you're going to just let the IP rot, release the code, release well, it so people can some, still enjoy it. Some things have already been kind of happening like that because uh, Fusion Fall, tying it back to fucking Cartoon Network, uh, <laughs> there's a there's the Fusion Fall fan project that has revived Fusion Fall and like they're going kind of above and beyond because I think they're making original assets for it. Like they're updating it with their own content too. But underneath the moniker of Fusion Fall, I don't remember what the the, the new subtitle is that basically says like, yes, this is the fan project. But um, there's other sites that are doing that stuff. Um, but there's also older stuff that's learning to adapt because like, I don't know if you guys know about Adventure Quest that old thing that's still running but they're remaking themselves the, and the so browser is, game yeah yeah oh my god and they're they're still doing events they're still updating it runescape i mean that's still going and yeah they're, it's, well, they're on steam now yeah and so the thing is well because there's also the two different versions you can either do runescape yep. classic old or school. runescape new and yeah. just it seems that they're Fan projects have really enlightened the fact that, like, people want to keep it around. And so companies sometimes are like, okay, yeah, you can just, if you want to do this, mm -hmm. if you want to, you know, go through the trouble of running it yourselves, and sure, you know, um, I, basically, cool. as long as they're not monetizing it, because I'm pretty sure Fusion Follow will never be monetized, which that's a good thing. But if they start monetizing it, then um, right. that would become a problem. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, think... you know, I'm okay with them. If they, if I am not going to say you should break the law, <laughs> well, this is what but I, I feel like I'm okay. as be... an authority on the matter. If you want to donate to the, like, I think it's okay to donate to them to be like, hey, if this helps the server cost, you know, right. I'll do, you know, we'll There's some legalese to go around it. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, at mm. what point do do we want to preserve our future outside of this? Like, just like Vaporwave. How many people have monetized Vaporwave using samples that weren't theirs? Yeah, now, that's a big, big debate, a lot of heated topic on there. But, like, 
how much of that is going to keep those things alive forever so like let's let's look at it like mm. not as just a, a monetary or what's right and wrong what's theft and what's not theft looking at it as are these ideas going to stand the test of time or are they going to go away forever kind of like uh projects like the internet archive um things that are all kind of gray market areas for like should we hold on to this data is this data ours to hold on to it's here mm -hmm. until somebody dmcas it so mm -hmm. like if if someone's not going to be a good custodian of information for historical purposes there should be an additional like freedom to do that and until there is that freedom people need to take it upon themselves to yeah save it for future you know posterity that's um, so tragic like <clears throat> it's up to the loyal fans of whatever the material is to save it mm -hmm. in whatever medium they to the best of their ability whether it's they have vhs you know like yep. maybe they have super crazy all kinds of disk space and fast computers and network and like the infrastructure to support something like that but most of the time especially in the 90s when people were just doing home recordings of whatever yeah, it was like the bootleg community have some yeah. of the recordings of original band songs that have never ever been released yeah. and will never see the light of day again oh for sure yeah so i like... have a couple i have some yeah i just linked one uh the other day by taking back sunday it's like dude would we have that still because they don't want that shit around that's for right. sure remember kids it's only illegal because they made it a crime <laughs> no, it's it's, it's not a crime if you're not getting caught. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that was an American Dad reference. Yeah, it's, it's true. Or maybe Family Guy. Same, 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 but different. Yeah, I've heard yeah. for sure. So, in other words, like we would still have things like Nick Reboot. We would still have access to go watch old shows. We could still we could then turn around and be like. Hey there, sport! Come on over here and watch the stuff that you know your dad wasted his childhood watching. Because mm -hmm. I guess uh, you know there's just no money in preserving it, and it does cost a lot, especially if you want to yeah. keep that high quality original raw material. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of cost. We're fighting um, basically space, and the people don't own the space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also true. It's funny, like, you talked about, like, until we have the permission to store these things legally and not have it be DMCA'd on uh, archive.org, mm -hmm. it's like, what, it's like, we owe it to these archivists to be cataloging this stuff for what we can, and, like, because companies aren't going to spend the money on it, and then when it goes into the public domain which is what is it a hundred years now after death of the creator which is ridiculous 60? I uh, I for, yeah it's crazy 70 but it may have changed to 100 yeah mm -hmm. 70 or 100 so it's like bro like you know companies <laughs> like, aren't going to care about doing this for 70 fucking years like companies close in a year and, like things right. are going to be so different by then how are we like not preserving and celebrating this stuff like think about classic video games and rom set culture emulator culture mm -hmm. so i know Dude, part of that is like we would have no old games like nintendo fucking 
virtual console can suck my dick. So the part of it is is that like I know some of it is like if a business closes that the rules kind of apply in case if the business reopens so that they still retain the rights even after right. mm-hmm. you know closing their doors cuz they can reopen them or they can be under a new moniker and still receive those rights to the properties. Um, it's it just is a I don't know copyright law completely complex double edge of course ninety nine percent bullshit um, <laughs> and like you know that from what I know at least in that regard that's why we still um, kind of do it and it's because we've learned that historically. Um, basically just kind of think back to how um copyright laws are kind of a still recent thing like yeah because there's a lot of shit in the past that didn't get copyrighted because it wasn't around it, it you know uh the people, who, the people who could have benefited from it didn't get benefited from it and now um it's gone to the point to where too many people are abusing the copyright system and that's causing problems i mean like if you want to see an example of that i suggest you go to um i think it was nexpo that i watched that did uh i think it's just called worlds online or something like that this thing that's been running since the 90s and is still up and the only reason it's up is because it's a copyright trap that this random terrible like low poly 3d online game is still up because the uh, the guy running it can sue Bungie for having online players in Destiny because technically he owns that property the the uh, the right to this thing looks terrible to have a concept of having multiple people play in a server online he he it's like a cash cow. And that's the only yeah. reason why it's still alive is because of copyright laws. Copyright trolls are wow destroying yeah. it. <laughs> that's exactly what he is. Is that's what he's even described in his the video as a copyright troll, and that basically he can sit on this server and maintain its cost because whenever a new game comes out and they're like, oh yeah, we have multiplayer lobbies, then he swoops in, and is like, ah, oh, I don't think so, uh, and basically <laughs> he's like, fork over the money and we'll, you know, we'll see. Crazy man. So you're saying things can only get worse from here. Yeah. I mean, technically, <laughs> but when you were talking about, like, what's the killer app, I think right now we're honestly heading a place of, like, the companies are going to, like, dissolve themselves because I'm hearing, like, I'm slowly seeing that people are kind of fed up with what's going on. I want to watch the new stuff. Like, uh, there's been a resurgence. Like, who would have thought people mention Columbo. I can still pick that it's up over like, the air like if I'm like it's an old TV that's still got the digital tuner in it I let that run for like 30 minutes to find some local channels and they're playing like Murder She Wrote yeah. Damn, and I find bro. myself find myself sitting there for three hours going what the hell just happened yeah. <laughs> so, so, oh my like, God. people are like finding old stuff and I think also people are just kind of fed up they're like you know I don't have the money to be paying for all these subscription services it's basically cable just divided up and i don't like mm-hmm. that and so people are just like youtube is free people have been uploading like for now stuff that they've recorded yeah for now um but 
you know, they've just been like, there's old recordings of old shows that I've never even heard about and I don't know about, but I want to see it. Um, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so I think, honestly, I don't think there's going to be some that's like, oh, this is going to completely kill cable or, oh, this is going to be the one thing that everyone's watching stuff on. Because, uh, honestly, I just think it's so divided that it's just going to keep dividing itself there won't be ever like one big beacon it's uh, going to be a few generations they're a yeah. telecom company mainly so it's once you have all that it's like you are the monopoly pretty much yeah when you own the roads yeah, I think it's going to come to a point where there's a huge disconnect between types of people wherein in cities and rural areas and versus urban areas you already kind of see a bit of a disconnect where mm -hmm. people in rural areas don't want any stimulation any ads any tech you know that's not totally true of course but like you do see a gradation you know it's not everyone's not into tech there's a lot of people who don't want it right so but we also see a lot of people who embrace it or people in between kind of like us you know like we like that old tech we like the analog stuff, but we love Wi-Fi. <laughs> We're <right? cheap>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like it's a double-edged sword sort of. So it's going to get to a point where certain technologies are going to come out, whether it's biometrics or it's chips inserted into you or it's visual um, retina thing. Or like we, we saw a lot of experiments with Google Glass. Like where did that go? Are they still working on that? Like what's going on there? Oh, yeah. no. I think and we'll have will be a thing. Any Google project has um, always turned into something else later. Like yeah. Google Voice it used to be Project Grand Central. Uh, right. That whole thing turned into their AI's voice recognition by allowing mm -hmm. people to use Google Voice for free to make phone calls. They recorded all of those phone calls and used that because they had yeah. the um, voicemail transcription service in Google Voice. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. how they got all of the good AI libraries for natural speech, which is why wow. Google understands people's voices now. Yeah, that is crazy. Whew. Makes sense. I mean, it was free. Remember, when something's yeah, free, yeah, you're the product. Not, yep, exactly. And so we see a lot of people who are realizing that more and more with each day. I've been saying things like that for years, but again, I'm wired in, but I'm also aware because I maybe it's uh, who knows why. You know, I think if you're if you talk to people about it and you're in tune with what's going on, maybe you won't be a victim. But there's so many people who just use the technology as a means to get by that will be victims. And it's, it's going to get to a point where the tech is so personalized um, that if you don't have it and you don't use it, you may be disconnected from people that, don't, that do have it and do use it. Um, so it may be like, a, and I'm talking like 10, 20 years, but it may be a split between like, the rich and the poor or the rich and everyone else that we already see, but even broadening, broadening that gap even more sort of where there's new crazy expensive technologies like nanobots or things that improve your health or vision, you know, that p 
people are going to start being able to afford that are going to set them up or designer babies being able to choose your kids genes and make sure it doesn't have allergies or like you know going to develop some shit later um we're really going to like once those people have kids they're going to be so disconnected from the people that can't incorporate themselves with the new tech that comes out so i don't know if it's going to be necessarily an app but just whatever it is that's going to broaden the divide between people yeah i i agree uh that is going to be it's it's something we see already with um things we take for granted like the mail service in the u.s at least um we have people Mm. they're trying to do away with public mail because it's it's losing money and they're saying like well a lot of these companies like fedex they don't go out to these rural areas to deliver things so they rely on those things called last mile service where you have like one dude whose job is to drive like all day out to these really far out places to make sure mm-hmm. mail as a service gets delivered mm-hmm. but if uh, a company takes over they're gonna be like well yeah we'll deliver your mail but since it's inconvenient to us it's gonna cost you yeah so like that's there a great is gonna example. be great example i think it's gonna be generational you're gonna have people who are yeah. you know wired in like you said people who are completely against it and then you're gonna have the people in the middle and they're gonna raise you know their kids to be like them either in the middle highly wired in or highly disconnected and then Mm -hmm. as time progresses that's gonna be like kids are gonna grow up not knowing much about the other options so they're gonna assume this is always how it was like kids growing up today smartphones will be ubiquitous a disc at like pretty soon the save logo is not going to be a floppy disk picture like mm-hmm. so People are like, like what is that it's a save logo no it's the floppy disk logo <laughs> right so yeah, like think, we're gonna move this, further away where someone shows a kid like a kid a floppy and ask what's this and the kid's like this is safe i can mm-hmm. right yeah. Because like these contextual clues are like are lost over generations, but we also got to look back like what who are the people writing our laws, who are writing our policy so that allows technology to go forward. And these people are mostly in their seventies, so these people were alive before floppy disks. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I, I think we currently are in that world right now. We have people who are connected in the middle, kind of like foot in both sides and then the people who are disconnected some people are disconnected by you know not by choice but because they don't have the uh money or the means to uh be connected and then you have people who are connected again against their will because that's just how they were brought up to not know that there's another option so the people kind of in the middle can kind of pick and choose and see like hey both sides have pros and cons Yeah, it reminds me of um, it's like uh, how corporate things happen like silently and decisions that they make are kind of like trickle their way down into society and change society like silently. Um, Like hip hop music, for example. Um, Hip hopopotamus. (laughs) It used to be like 
Oh, House Hippos, yo. There's some old TV programming. You guys remember the House Hippo commercial? <laughs> no. You never got the House Hippos commercial? Holy it's, shit. You got to YouTube it right now. It's probably in my deep subconscious. Like everything I've ever seen ever is deep in my subconscious because... I think it was a Canadian thing. Ah, Pizza Slut was supposed to join the the podcast today. He, he, he we were talking about it recently. Canada had this thing called Heritage Minutes. Did you know <laughs> basketball is a Canadian invention? I do because of Canada's Heritage Minutes Wait. TV programming things. Is They're this like, like little... the turn the poison sockets off commercial? Uh, I, I don't know that one. It's quite, quite possibly. <sighs> But the House Hippos one is like a PSA about like imagination or something. I, I don't even remember. But I used to think that, and many kids did when they saw this commercial, that hip little baby hippos that you could fit in your hand were an actual pet you could buy. <laughs> and uh, everyone in Canada like knows that thing from their past, right? Um, so it's just a weird tangent. I just remembered because of that and now i've of course <laughs> forgotten the original um idea i was talking about sorry man it was house um what was it talking about hip-hop oh thank you yes hip-hop um how it used to be political and challenging and you know, it stood, it had like a, a stance and a purpose, like public enemy or maybe even like run DMC or something. Um, and in 1996, there was this act that was passed that made, um, well, all, all these huge record labels were buying up smaller hip-hop labels like Def Jam and eventually all the hip-hop was owned by like three or four giant conglomerates and they passed this act in 1996 that basically said like all the music they're gonna make out of hip-hop is no longer gonna be like conscientiously polemical or challenging or political or whatever or smart and artistic and it's going to be violent and sexualized and now look where we are you know like the whole it's literally the reason rap and hip-hop music is for, you know for the most part why it is today glorifying like gun violence and gang shooting and money and um promiscuous lifestyle and whatever like you know i'm not saying what's good and what's bad but it is why it happened so it's like, what else is there um, that's like influencing why we created Vaporwave that was done by these like couple dudes behind closed doors and quiet rooms? But they introduced but, the yeah. explicit content uh, warning sign. Though. Yeah, it's not censorship if it shows all those things. Yeah, it just warns you about them. Yeah. No, I mean, like, 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 oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about politics, but we can talk about this other stuff so people can't say rap censored because, no, no, we still talk about these, like, things like violence and sex and things like that. So it's not it's not censored, so don't don't call it censored. We're not censoring you. 
but again like what you're saying makes a lot yeah. of sense without those things because those are money based economies like with if rap is talking bad about uh politics which is you know lobbied for by those companies so those companies get better you know wiggle room to operate inside of government like control why why would they do that so you know how everything eventually is owned by everything you know by one major company i think back in the day mm-hmm. it was viacom owned pretty much every major media outlet and probably still does mm. um they trace kind of everything back up the chain yeah and that's what killed cartoons <laughs> to tie it all back yeah no, I saw this video recently. I forget. It was like the Telecommunications Act of 1996. That's what it was. Look it that shit up. Evil. It sounds evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the first version of net neutrality. Oh, man. Yeah. Before before the internet. Dang. Yeah. I'm, I'm anyway. Thinking, yeah. We digress. Oh, do we uh, ever... Um, I have two things we talked about I wanted to dive into more a little bit if we still have time. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Sitcoms, man. Yeah. How good sitcoms were, like Third Rock from the Sun? Like... What was the downfall, you think? Get, get and, rid and of why? town, man. That's all I need, yo. Third yeah. Rock from the Sun, Perfect. When did they stop being good, and why was it Big Bang Theory? It was also like everybody loves Raymond, like shit, like those yeah. those ones toward the end there, like it just rehashing the same old idea. King of Queens, I think. Mike and Molly. Well, those that was also a smaller um, outlet. That was what the WB. Scrubs. No, CW. CW. Sorry. Mm. Scrubs. CW never really made hey, a good show hey, yet. Hey, yeah. Scrubs alone. <laughs> CW. Scrubs alone. I ain't gonna hear shit about it's, Scrubs, okay? I, I never really watched Scrubs, but the only thing that I the know first few seasons Scrubs are was okay. like, um, when I was 10, I broke my arm, and I had a room in the hospital with, an, with one other dude, and he was watching Scrubs all day. That's so weird. Oh, so, that's, so that's weird. not like, great, but... It's Still. like watching Willy Wonka eating a chocolate bar. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I can't so, get enough of these fucking. I'm, I'm um, living Scrubs. I am so immersed. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, <laughs> dude. I was trying to think of what the clothes were that nurses wear. I was like, what are they scrubs? called? They're called Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're just talking. I can't get about enough this. of these Scrubs. Yeah. But yeah, I yes, think good, good sitcoms like Third Rock. You my know, brother like, and why me. was it Big Bang Theory the last one? I don't know, man. Like, there weren't any other ones running anymore, were there? Well, uh, around that time, the British did sitcoms better than we did. Mm. Um, I will go out there and say my favorite sitcom is a British show. Is the IT Crowd? Oh, oh yeah. yes, I love yeah. the IT Crowd. Amazing show. As an right. IT guy. This is one of the best shows you could ever watch. Yeah. It is. It was like if, if Big even Bang Theory it, didn't suck. Even though with the old tech they are using, it's still mm-hmm. a lot of fun because 
people don't change, only the tech does. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So it still but holds up. Tech's still not idiot proof. Right. <laughs> yeah, like all the all the jokes are still very you know relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Relevant definitely. area. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I lost my words. But, but like, like the whole oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say the whole journey that shows used to take, like the actors do a season or they do a couple episodes, they see if it gets picked up or it's just the pilot, then it gains success or whatever. You know, there's so many failed shows, but like that 70s show, Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, bro. Like, oh yeah, think yeah, about how the characters develop over time. That was primetime TV. Primetime yeah. TV through like, the 90s. I just yeah. like recently watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because mm. it's kind of before my time because i think it's from 97 or something it's before all of our time and a little bit mm -hmm. until until um the fresh prince got localized over here and stuff um it took a lot of time but mm -hmm. yeah i i never watched um fresh prince of bel-air on tv but i watched it on netflix like i started watching last year um usually Usually my my ritual of watching uh, Fresh Prince is like grab a Ben and Jerry's ice cream at two a.m. <laughs> and then watch a couple episodes while I'm eating the whole cup. That's what about the Wayan brothers? There you go. We didn't have this over here, I guess. Wayan brothers, I don't know that. Oh w man, with John Witherspoon. I don't even know what that is. Oh man, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> So, I know. I think part of why Big Bang Theory. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into why it failed, but I think mostly is the premise. I mean, of the it was show, a raging success. Well, I just think a lot of people hated it. A certain audience is what I would argue because I think it was a lot of um, adults, and this has been said by a lot of people, but I think it's a lot of adults are like, "Oh, you know, this is what my kids like." When in reality, that's not what your kids are like. That's why younger generation don't connect is because. They're not mm. written like the younger generation. They're written not, you know, they're like, oh, this is what a modern nerd is like. It's like, no, we don't, you know, we're not sterile. We're not, you know, up on this ivory tower looking down at people that don't understand these obscure references from sci-fi TV shows that ran for X amount of years. And we don't, you know... We're not working at universities as, you know, smart, super smart doctors and stuff while also failing to have casual relationships with people around us. It's like that's not the gener that's not reflective of us, even though it's written as if it is to reflect us. And so I would say it was mostly popular among parents that, you know, it's like, oh, this is this must be what my nerdy kid is like. It's like, no. I, I think um, it was like Rick and Morty for people over 40. I mean, kind like, of. If I like this, it means I'm smart. Um, I think that's part of an element to it. But I think also just comparing it to older shows is like older shows were taking on just very general issues that everyone could kind of relate with. Yeah, and who's lying? Or um, it, that '70s show comes to mind. Well, even Full House and stuff like that. Um, and it's Pretty like sure. they weren't. They weren't making tons Frasier. of like references to 
to different stuff because that's what half the humor of Big Bang Theory is. It's just like, yeah. oh, remember yeah. this, remember something, that, something remember reference, 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 and something, something reference. You know, that's that's why Family Guy is failing is because that's their jokes. And then, you know, it, it we're and I think the fact South that... Park did a good commentary on that. Um, the fact that now we're in this area, wow, it's like, oh, you being remember it this? You remember that? You know, remember? And, yeah, remember? And it was just, like yeah, I remember. I was just like, oh, that sucks. It it all sucks. Stop reminding everyone of just references because that's not humor. Um, yeah. But anyways, I think that's kind of why Big Bang Theory has fallen off, or it was kind of the falling off point. It's just because writing, I think writing was trying to be like, you know, we have to we have to hit contemporary issues. We have to connect with today's mm-hmm. audience, and they shot yeah. for a younger audience, and it didn't work um and yeah. so was twitter it, around at that point yeah of course i mean twitter's I been around since 2006 yeah um, but i mean like was were people using like, it a lot if it like was booming, did companies have twitter accounts i think and shit, facebook you know? was bigger at that time i think yeah. facebook was the more go-to for that um but and like i, I wonder if they're like, just like if, if twitter if social media had anything to do with that i I don't know if that was necessarily it. I think it's just more of like, I don't know. I I feel like the writers were uninformed, like as if they didn't know anything about the crowd that they were writing for. So they were like, we think Mm. this is what will fit. And then they found out it doesn't fit. It fits with the older generation because they're like, this is what we think of the generation, you know, that's after us. Um, It's, It's basically just lampooning a different, yeah, like generation basically say like oh this connects with me and it talks about things i don't know about and mm. now i'm gonna blindly enjoy it and then the worst part too is, yeah. is that they started trying to touch on a serious topic kind of alluding to stuff about um mental disabilities and stuff and they totally took it they did it totally incorrectly oh, they botched it eh? they they i would say they botched it <laughs> yeah. um you know it's like I don't know. It, like they tried taking on some serious issues, they botched it, and I think that can be said for a lot of other sitcoms too. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that they just notably kind of fell into that, and so I think from there it's just right now. I think sitcom in general is just kind of a dying genre, um, except for maybe outside of what like the UK is doing, just because they have a, I I say they have a totally different kind of comedy. They think about comedy differently. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, does it's always sunny count as a sitcom? That theoretically, yes. Theoretically, yeah, but that's the whole thing. It's not shot like one. There's no live studio audience, and there's no awkward pausing for jokes. Laugh um, track. Yeah, there's no laugh track. There's no, you know, the same camera angle being used. Um, <clears throat> and then it's like yeah. Also, you know, that's, that's people watching television. Also, that's more like out. It's it's more zany. People are willing to accept Always Sunny in Philadelphia it's because like it's office. so off. The yeah, wall it's handheld. Like that, mocking, the, mockumentary yeah. is what I think you'd call it. Yeah, but yeah. even though they're not really doing the like one-on-one um, stuff. Oh, okay. So that's a good example. Is Modern Family actually is or at least at one time was pretty popular and people were actually calling it a good show. It wasn't quite a sitcom. It was a mockumentary, but 
like mm. that was still around like that came after big bang theory i think but that saw way more success than big bang theory mm-hmm. um even though some people would kind of say it's like oh it's got like sitcom elements but it's um, shot like the office and people exactly love uh, that mockumentary um and so like i think maybe that also just reflects that we're finally done with the sitcoms we're we're quote unquote yeah, you know, it's like Parks and Rec is a sitcom too, but also it's got that. That's that feel I would call it more mockumentary because like comedy, anything, anything where you're kind of having personal interviews with the characters, and you know, I don't know. I yeah. feel like you can kind of tell the awareness you, of the audience. Yeah, well, it, more like yeah, they're they aware they're aware that there's a camera filming them is what it's more like. It's like they know that there's a cameraman following them around. Um, and mm-hmm. so that, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I would say, cause that's where modern family fits into cause they have the personal talking with the camera, but that's why sunny in Philadelphia is so weird. Cause it doesn't have that. It's not acknowledging that there's a camera on them. It's just following them around. So I think yeah. it's just kind of, it's, that it's more pure when it comes to sitcom because you're, you're getting a situation introduction with a title card. It's almost yeah. like, here's a, here's a half hour skit and this is how it unfolded. Yeah. Because you're almost getting like a, this is how it had happened. You're accepting everything you're seeing as has happened instead of happening in front of right. you. Right. Uh, same thing with Curb. Curb your enthusiasm. I was about to exactly. mention Curb, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Curb versus Seinfeld. Like, that's kind of a great uh, yeah. uh, case study. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I'd, I'd say that Curb fought, or is surviving much better than yeah. Seinfeld has. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. also cat. That's acting as if there wasn't a bunch of drama with uh, some of the people yeah. involved, but we're not. But it, talk it, about that. it's a great case study because, like, it's more about this style and the production of the show that I think is may, maybe not about the longevity, but the difference in that type of sitcom where you probably couldn't make Seinfeld today, right? And yeah. because of the whole TV, like studio camera setup type thing, it, you could only <clears> make imagine, it in a, in a mocking way. Me. Imagine mm-hmm. if they had smartphones on Seinfeld. Ugh. Yeah, that's uh, back to the smartphones. <clears throat> I told you. <laughs> but another one that comes to mind is like we all know Seinfeld. Not everyone knows Curb. And here's another. Who doesn't know whose line is it anyway? I actually didn't know about it for a long time. Like, I mean, I actually don't know a lot of people who watch it, surprisingly. I think it depends because I know that I've heard people reference it, but I know I never, I have only seen it come up on TV once. And it was wow, not even with Wow, that Drew is Car- surprising. It's not me. even with Drew Carey as the host. Uh, I had to find. Uh, old episodes of it on YouTube. I uh, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. even remember how I stumbled upon it, um, but I know people talk about it. You know, it's down to one of those early sketch shows. Um, but I think a better example is SNL, because like SNL's been running for a long time, and there's a ton of people who know SNL for better or worse. Um, yeah. I'd be hard pressed to find anyone who doesn't know what SNL is. SNL is popular, just like the Empire State's building is popular. Like it's going to hold that time block, and it's going to hold that claim because of where it was, how it happened, mm. 
and it's going to mm. keep being propped up. It can it can continue to suck forever, and people will still watch it. Yeah, I also think it's very American. Whereas mm-hmm. whose line, like we we didn't get too much SNL up here. Like I I've seen clips basically. I've never actually seen the show. Um, but we got we got whose line is it anyway here. I mean, it does have at Knowing least the one characters. Canadian actor. Uh, yeah, Colin yeah, Colin. yeah. See, you know his name. Yeah, well, uh-huh. because I think he's funny as hell. But like, yeah, I, I had to look also... old episodes. But of like, that. could you could you do whose line is it anyway? Now, no, not no fucking way. I mean, it's still you can. It would just could, but like with a new name and a new thing oh, um yeah, if whose line that. didn't exist like if this was the first time we saw a show like that you couldn't do it now because you so probably have to like do it on twitch improv you know? shows so let's let's go ahead and categorize whose line whose line would be a ostensibly a, an improv show right whereas we have these quote-unquote talent shows um like the voice the mask singer it all started with American Idol and stuff like that. Like these performance shows where you, yeah. it's almost, it's not like a variety show, but it kind of is like, Hey, let's tune in to see what is happening this week. It's going to be new. Same premise. Like, you know, the rules of the game, like these, that's how they become familiar and popular. It's like, okay. Um, I know monopoly. I know the rules of monopoly, but if I play with different people, the game might go very different. So that's why they keep just remixing the cast. So it's always fresh. Yeah. Just like Survivor. That's why Survivor right. lasts forever. That's why we have these other so let's get away from sitcoms and let's talk about reality TV. What people really call the death of TV. Like reality TV today is like hot takes. Yeah. Or hot ones. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. Hot oh. ones. Where like they eat the, the YouTube? That's that's like an interview. That's not even like reality. That's TV. like yeah. That's an interview show. That's closer to. Oh, like... sorry. I'm thinking talk shows. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, okay, no, no, I'm talking reality oh, yeah. like like Anthony like, Bourdain or something. That's still like that's, that's still highbrow travel. No, like we're talking about Survivor. We're, we're talking, talking about Jersey about Shore. Yeah, we're talking, Jersey we're Shore. About, keeping um, up with the Kardashians. Okay. Uh, oh, oh see, man, I'm so happy I live in Canada, man. We don't have as many of those really. Oh yeah, just don't worry. We yours. have yeah, we all have... the garbage over here. <laughs> yeah. We have all mess of the these. Tripe. Yeah, yeah, the rest we of the country have... doesn't. We had you know. we had Big Brother Canada actually. Oh, we have oh, Big Brother in Germany too. Was everyone really polite to each other the entire time? No. <laughs> everyone was on their here, best it's, behavior. It's like all bitching. <laughs> See, the world doesn't have to make garbage because we make enough for them. Yeah, they can just wait for it to be localized. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird effect yeah. because so many people have even said, like, I, I feel like there's a lot of people online who have said they're like. I got my first impressions of the U.S. from watching Jersey Shore, and it wasn't a very good one. And it's like it's that's because it's it was not, accurate. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like you know that, and then Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like those are the two that people oversee, watch a lot, and they get their opinions on. And then it's just kind of like you know, it, it's not a real reflection of America. It's extreme um specific kind of stuff mm-hmm. um 
but reality TV is just getting known for that stupid because reality TV is how do we create conflict against uh, in a group of people is literally what it is like yeah if you see ads for growing up drama pop, it's that's all it is it's just people yelling at each other people get mad at each other people fist fighting and that's it and that's like some networks are completely built on that and you know they literally i mean there's shows where they pay people to incite stuff and i know that oh, there yeah. was something on like apparently with, like fights. the bachelor the bachelor they'll be <laughs> like oh you're going on this date but we've secretly contacted your ex to appear at the same restaurant that you're going to go to um, just to create I wonder trauma. what's going to happen. Stay and, tuned after the commercial to find out. Yeah, and so it's just like, you know, reality TV is really just kind of... Um, it, that's that was really big in the 2000s, is. I feel. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah that that kind of took the country by storm. People were no longer oh. watching, like, fantasy stuff. And they're like, I only want to care about, like, I've Survivor. always wanted to know what an ice road trucker does. Well, or a crab yeah. fisherman. Even before that, I think Real World is the one that kind of did it. But Real World wasn't even really... That was before the constant conflict stuff. I feel right. like that was during the time where they're just like, I want to be able to connect with... I want to be able to connect with other people through the television. And so those were just people that were actually like living through um, like current issues and going Was that on shit. MTV? Yeah, I think so. And I think I remember like one of the big points that gets brought up is that there was an issue. I think someone on the show may have had like AIDS or something, um, which then people were just like, oh, you know, I can actually relate to this person now. And so that's where I think it took off is, you know, they started making like, that. And then later examples were, you know, stuff like uh, the Osbournes. That was a reality show. And then yeah. it started being like, let's look at celebrity lives and see how we can connect with celebrities. And then it spiraled Downhill out of control to where we, we now have like Wii TV, which is just nothing, nothing but reality we, TV shows. Do you all remember uh, Kenny vs. Spinny? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Love that show. Yeah. That's another great example. Or Jackass. You know, yeah. like CKY oh, was, uh... started because of VHSs got a huge following because yeah. of that brand recognition was able to team up with you know johnny knoxville and make like a hit out of the park like like recipe that, for success right that was a huge thing for mtv and that kind of like counterculture stuff they were trying to push like to to keep people interested and engaged like that that's that spawned off the wild boys and viva la bam wild boys. and like all that stuff people wanted to see because it's just like a, a modern day sideshow. Yeah. It's, it's a spectacle and, and people can't take it's their eyes the, from it. They're the gesture. There was one <laughs> really bad reality show I was hooked on. Uh, the Mole. Oh, I remember Mole. that. That was forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it was bad. Crazy. Never heard of that one. What, it was what pretty was it much about? uh it obviously was like, there's a mole there, oh yeah. yeah we got pizza hey, we got uh yo new uh team member in the house what's going on pizza welcome to the podcast what up uh sorry to interrupt we're talking about oh, no. the show the mole right now the mole is uh it's pretty much just a reality show where somebody in your group is a betrayer you know what 
It's like Among Wait, Us. I played board games. Is this a, I was just about to say, is, is this Among Us, the, the yeah, TV just, show? Uh, it was pretty much Among Us. Yeah. The TV it's, show. Is nothing sacred. <laughs> but yeah, they eliminate people every Wait, dude, every Anderson week. Cooper was the host of this? Holy shit. That's yeah. crazy. He looks he so good. He was always super cool. Yeah. He had his moments. Damn, he look at that that intro. Oh my god, that is so aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> or like we had what was another one? Like Game Show TV kicked off with like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, now that took the world by storm. Holy it shit. It did. Because a million dollars was like Yeah, remember, if you account for inflation. Inflation. Million dollars was ridiculous then. Hold on, okay. let's see exactly what it was. When did so, who wants also to be... because you had Regis Philbin as the host. 1999. So. That's true. All right, so well, okay, we still covering that that decade as well. 1999 when it aired. Was I don't remember was Millionaire first a British show, then American or American then British because I know a lot of our game shows have migrated from over the pond. Um, yeah, British have a lot of good panel shows. That's true. Their yeah, panel shows are more like variety shows where they're like get like guests on to talk about stuff. It's it's more just the BSing and then the game is the secondary thing. Yeah, they like, just what was that shit. one um with oh, Stephen God. Fry. It's not like oh, T Y what is it called? Something. T Y is really good. Yeah. yeah. There's eight out of ten quiz show. Never mind the best countdown. Oh, countdown, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Countdown, countdown, yeah. yeah. Well, so well there was an entire network. There's the two different versions of Countdown. There's Normal Countdown, and then there's 8 out of 10 cast as Countdown. One of them right. is more highbrow, other one is comedy. Yeah, What mm -hmm. I Lie to You. There's so many good ones. Yeah, What I Lie to You. Um, uh, was it something I said? Whose line is it is British originally, too, I think. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. All I know is that there, there's an entire... There was, and there, I still there might be. I haven't checked. There's a game show network, so that's why you have like America fell in love with the two biggest game shows we had was going to be Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune because they all aired mm. at primetime, beginning of primetime TV, which is like 7 p.m. Eastern, and that 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 was like what everyone like when you're done watching the the evening news that's what's next you're going to watch the wheel or you're going to watch jeopardy that's what i'm talking about like that that was the nostalgia collective like i'm sitting at the dinner table yeah with your family I'm, making you know, dinner something with something the tv like that. tray cuz the tv, the TV was the <laughs> yeah, center <dude>. of the <laughs> home <laughs> it was it was the center of the home now it's just like the entertainment thing yeah now it's like every kid's got their own tv with us yeah. Got two in every room. <laughs> Got two in every room, yeah. Plus tablet. Ten I only tablets. have my TV for either my Chromecast to stream YouTube from mm -hmm. or for my Switch. Yeah. <laughs> because I haven't set up all my old consoles yet. Um, yeah. Because I moved. Just use your monitor. I moved in my apartment a couple months ago um, and I still have not set up all my old consoles because I own... Uh, Super Nintendo, Dreamcast, nice. GameCube, Wii. I stupidly sold all of mine like five years ago. Please tell I mean, me they, not they take, they take up No, space. to like okay. a local Toronto store, oh. but still. They I traded in, I probably got 20 PS3 games out of it. This is when PS3 was like pretty big. Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, I've, not a total loss, but like now these PS3 games are like worthless compared to those old. Who could games. ever see that happening though? Uh, there was the never going to be I, a I four or a five. I, yeah, well, I didn't think they the retro boom would come back like it has. Fair. You know, people always love old games, but now it's like all about that shit. Mm-hmm. By the way, the infl- oh yo, Mega, you gotta you gotta peace out. <laughs> Just saw that. Yeah, I got a bounce. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It was awesome talking to you, man. You too. We'll talk to you soon. Nighty night. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Looks like the inflation was 66% from 1999. Oh, my God. So that's 1.6 whose line is it anyway dollars. Yeah, now to just be like, who wants to win a Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> only like what, 50, 50 something thousand? As now, of today? It's like now it's like 76. No, it dipped. 60, 60 something. Oh, today, oh you're today I saw 76. I'm on Coinbase right now. Oh, you did? Okay. I'm, I'm it, on Binance. It, it went down a lot recently. It 74. Yeah, it did. 74. 74 Canadian, yeah. Oh, this oh, yeah, is the Canada, the Canada freedom, Coinbase. Freedom Coins. Freedom Coinbase, yeah. All freedom right, Coins. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good old um, USD. USD, yeah. yeah. Uh, 58. Yeah, US Dizzle. 58. Whoops. Yeah, see? Yeah. See? I think I think I'm Ethereum writing a different might... number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be good because Hillary Clinton did that speech. Did you see she did a speech warning that crypto is like undermining the dollar? That means, oh, yeah. Boy, go buy. Going. Everybody buy. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh. It's Everybody loves controversy. Gonna wait for one more dip. This is it. Yeah. This is the one. I, think, I think Bitcoin's just like I not like a good way crash, to man. not a good way to to make money from crypto. No. The best way I to think... make money is with a time machine. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Current knowledge in a Pizza time machine, I... or to sell you... pictures of monkeys. <laughs> Uh, Pizza and I were just the other day we're talking about um, the first transaction through Bitcoin was someone bought a pizza. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a coffee. And I think they paid a you know thirty Bitcoin or something for ten thousand. Ten. Oh yeah. my god. Ten thousand Bitcoin. It oh was my ridiculous. god. But yeah. you gotta you gotta understand that was like. And what was the other one? No one would believe that. Oh, the the game tournament winner. Yeah, StarCraft had a tournament. I saw I saw the prizes. Fourth to eighth place all won 50 Bitcoins each. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> like so now first to fourth, the losers now. Else. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah, the winner $100, now? $100 for first place, but 25 Bitcoins for fourth. Amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, that's... <laughs> That's my mediocrity first... paid off. <laughs> I remember yeah. the first uh, <laughs> thing oh, um, about Bitcoin was on on Galileo back in I think 2012 or something like. Yeah, we have the first uh, Bitcoin cafe in uh, Berlin. And oh, nice. oh wow! Then you can buy a coffee with Bitcoin. But you I think back it. in the day it was like one Bitcoin was worth. 100 euros which is something like 120 dollars yeah a couple cases of coffee something like that um maybe five 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 euros 
Mm-hmm. So it raises know. the question: Do but you want to pay with Bitcoin now, or just? But keep nowadays, it? it would just be like zero point zero 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 something Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, really, like yeah. the the best advice I could give to anybody who wants to do that is just hold it. <laughs> yeah. Hodl. Just hold it. Yeah, imagine if you know five years back in time and tell people that pictures of monkeys would be worth so much. That's insane. They're not. Right. Stop saying that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I have to your NFTs. Somebody is going to listen to this and believe you, and then it's going to be actually worth something. <sighs> I'd buy a... Well, I'm it's surprised there's the no NFT for hieroglyphics yet, you know? Like ancient Egyptian NFTs. Oh, what are they like? You can now buy pieces of art so like instead of owning an entire like original artwork yeah. you can buy a share of a piece of artwork you oh, get i saw that too different than what uh, the other guys did but yeah and the advertisement uh, was like with uh the nike air mag like you can own a piece of our nike air mag and was like, I want to own the whole fucking thing, you morons. But you gotta shell out that money. You gotta buy up everybody else. Or murder them. Oh, murder it's like Hellender, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just murder them all. You can whatever. only beat one. <laughs> you need to collect their tokens. Yeah. We're just building to a point where it's gonna be like any... 90s first person shooter. Every time you, you take out an enemy, you get their credits to your account. <laughs> Which NFTs. would kind of bring us back to the Matrix Online, where you can just kill one was that... one person. All right, did anybody actually play out. that game? No, no. Uh, no. I heard about I mean, it when it came out, and everybody I said it was I amazing. Would... What game? Matrix, would... Matrix Online MMO. I tried There's a, a little couple bit. videos on it. You should watch them. We should kind of try nice to level. create our own server. How oh, did they did they release the? Yeah, I think so. I was watching the, a like, video earlier about a guy who was playing the Matrix online on mm. some private server, but the missions were missing. But right, right maybe right. there's a way to bring it back now. With an old enough game, it probably you probably had the world hosted on your computer and it was just doing changes coming back and forth from the server, kind of like how Battle Networks. Yeah. But yeah, the Matrix online. There's a, a client patch out right now, as of uh, July. Nice. Yeah. I'm awesome. supply this. Yeah, check it out. There's some really unique mechanics behind it. I don't remember exactly, but anyway, um, we're digressing here. The show has been going on for almost three hours now, so I think we'll we'll wrap it up in a bit. Um, did anyone have any specific memories or topics they wanted to bring up? For the episode theme before we do oh y'all ever watch them heritage minutes i don't know who else is from canada but i i didn't know if you were gonna join so i you talked I, about uh, a little well, not real a little bit a little bit how about the great canadian house hippo yeah I Back, that came up. see everybody everybody knows it's a legendary ad legendary I, i'm smarter now because of it i remember yeah. too what <laughs> ad that always got me did you ever yes. get the ad where it's a kid running to try and chase his Pokemon card, and then his he can't catch the Pokemon card because he doesn't do enough cardio, so all the girls end up kissing him? 
Whoa. And it's like, yeah, what? Do, more, right. do more activity, do more cardio, or otherwise you'll end up like this tit. Dude, old commercials were like edgy, They were bro. a little pointed, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah, straight, love... straight to the meat. That's but, crazy. I want to oh. look that one up. Find it. I found if you it. can find it. Okay, I'll link it. We'll put it in the description. I'll put it in meaty chat? See it. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, it's just like, I feel like shows don't develop in the same way. It's it's good and bad. Oh, um, he didn't want to be kissed because of cooties. Yeah, he didn't want to be kissed. Okay, yeah. you see. Oh, that. They okay, didn't do enough that cardio. I was so. like, wait a second. This kid had Pokemon <laughs> cards and kisses. This isn't. I, this I don't is know where the Pokemon. That must stuff. be. That was my brain invented the Pokemon card, I think. I don't think there's a Pokemon card. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon was my was my uh, after school experience when I came home. A, yeah. Turn on the TV and watch Pokemon and nothing else. Everything yeah, else. Yeah, and it aired went... at the same time. Like, what are kids watching? I wasn't wrong. I found it. They also made another ad where the kid Blown loses away. his Pokemon card. Okay, and he there you can't go. Catch it because he doesn't do enough cardio. There you go. This music is legit. <laughs> Stay fit because you're. You never know. But yeah, um, shows like Firefly, you know, like it. That show is so it's such a cult classic because of the story behind like the cancellation of the show basically and the development and the improvements and the budget problems like and then the movie and the movie yeah yeah for sure there's a lot of um, things out there like big fandoms that like I don't know if they ever have existed if these things weren't canceled yeah like you make your season ahead of time nowadays, right? Like your whole, you're done, and then you release it to Netflix, and they and show it all watch at once it in one sitting. Yeah, and then you you watch till your eyes bleed, and then you go, "Oh God, what a, what's going to fill the void now?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, indeed, this channel has so many videos. CCA Canada. Concerned children. Oh my God, I remember, dude! I holy shit! I remember it's that actual ad one. logo. With the exclamation mark. Yeah, these they uploaded we saw all their videos ten years ago, Canada. twelve years ago. Wow. You've seen all of these most likely. How Sippo's on here, all of these Probably. are on here. Damn, this is crazy. I bet you they have the, this is your brain on drug drugs one too. Oh, there's a crack one. Nice. There you go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Crazy. Yeah, we gotta run through some of these. Um Anyway, yeah, so to to wrap it up, I just think it's it's interesting that we don't have the whole family uh, and like revolving around the, the television set and like the rituals you'd have on like watching the show that airs once a week with the cliffhanger you don't find out till next week. And there's just so many little nuances that we've lost and I feel like we it's important to have the conversations like this so that we we know that other people feel the same way and that we're not just seeking out old media because like we care about nostalgia but we also care about like making the world that we have currently the the best version that it could be you know when we're talking about things like entertainment and and tech and whatnot so Anyway, maybe we'll see some of these old classic, um, like like I said, um, 
broadcasting trends come back like we have seen with our vaporwave events but for now we'll just have to keep watching um fucking pad chennington videos and <laughs> it's also harder with like uh before you'd have to wait every week for the new episode so it would be in the zeitgeist it's like everyone would be talking sword. about that forever yeah yeah but now it's just like did you binge squid game yet it's that's past yeah yeah exactly it's like what are you a casual because it, it's easy to come across a spoiler on the internet um so it's easy to have things spoiler spoiled but it's like the thing only lasts so long anyway and not everyone's into it as much so it doesn't matter as much if it's spoiled whereas if you found out the ending to a show you were invested in every week back in the day because you heard someone talking about it it was devastating you know, you'd be fucking pissed yeah yeah, yeah. that happened to me next few one of my ex-girlfriends ruined. on one yeah. of the last shows like game of thrones i brought up was one of the last big ones because it was airing on um hbo was it yep I think so Game of HBO's Thrones is kind of like ones. In, yeah. in the middle still because it still has that programming but doesn't have like the commercials and all that sort of thing and ads and whatnot. But yeah, my, my ex girlfriend, that bitch. She I was gonna say this Game is why this is what happened. This was the final yeah. straw. <laughs> that, that is why. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. She spoiled. I, I let's say that with with a smile and humor, of course. But um, she spoiled Game of Thrones for me, and I won't say it here in case anyone hasn't seen it. But oh there's my a certain... god! If you haven't seen it by now, it's spoilerable. I... The people got yeah. mad because yeah, people it's, spoiled it's going... the two towers, not... the Lord of the Rings movie. Right? It's been yeah. out for like going almost a hundred years. Hundred years now. <laughs> yeah. There's a certain little little rascal, a little jerk who everybody hates, who dies, and that got spoiled for me, and I was like, "Fucking livid, man! Oh my god, I'm so mad." Oh anyway. yeah, I got that spoiler, but I was like, "Oh, but how does it happen?" Mm. I think I found that out too. One oh, of the few mind. people who like spoilers, I'm like, "Yeah, totally, oh, really? whatever." Yeah, I'm like, "Whatever, man, I'm gonna watch it anyway." Like, yeah. Now it I know what no one else knows who's watching. It's not like it's a murder story. mystery or something. Yeah. Now, if they spoiler <laughs> like season eight in like season two, then I wouldn't have watched any more of. <laughs> Yeah. that's two. fair then <laughs> but yeah anyway um, I still haven't seen Game of Thrones and I'm not going to crazy yeah yeah me neither <laughs> then at some point I... yeah crazy I remember but then I nah never mind I'm not going yeah. to watch yeah dude I'm a wee but yeah rather watch <laughs> Midland Saga or something you still gotta watch Breaking Bad yeah that one I'll give to you. That, that's a good time. That one I'll give that to you. I hope show. so. I hope so. Um, but uh, yes, let's uh, let's get things wrapped up here. Any final thoughts from anybody? Thanks again, and y'all for coming on the show. Of course. Nerf for nothing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I have soft air or airsoft. Oh, airsoft guns. Hell They're fun. Yeah. Yes, they are. Super soldier. I have no closing remarks, Indy. <laughs> cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being here. All listeners, we appreciate you. Check out our website, utopiadistrict.com. We've got a lot of cool stuff on there. Got some writing, uh, some videos, some podcasts, some 
interviews, some news. Yes, check out our news page, actually. That's a quite a poppin' page. Anything that's happening in the scene, we're trying to get it up on that page as quick as we can. Um, hopefully, it'll be a cool way to look back at what happened over the year, you know? Um, yeah, it's a cool place. Check out our Discord. You can find the Discord link in the description of this video or podcast. And, of course, it's on our website as well. If you want to join the team, hit us up. We've got a lot of cool stuff in the works. Right now, we're doing some compilation albums, some uh, VHSs, some Christmas videos. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff going on, and we could always use the help. So feel free to get in touch. Um, I'll, I'll leave everybody with an opportunity to shout out where people can follow them at. And thanks again, y'all, once one last time for coming on the show and talking about this cool stuff that I think about way too much. Um, so with that, yes, let's go Maximus. Where uh, can people find you at? People can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Itchy Butt Records, uh, teatime.bandcamp.com, um, mxmus.bandcamp.com, and uh, that's it. Nice. And what's the band, the Tea Time link? Yep, Tea Time. T-T-I-M-E dot bandcamp dot com. Awesome. Thanks, y'all. Thank you, Max. Uh, demo. Yeah, I can be found on Twitter at Plastic Palms One, because uh, the one without the one was taken. Uh, also on the Discord, uh, it's Demo Dog. Demo Dog. Awesome, bro. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, anyone that wants to um, let us know of any news that's happening, Demo is actually leading up the news department. So anything to do with news, you want to hit us up with maybe you have an event coming up or an album or something you'd like to announce to the community we'd uh, be happy to help uh, empower you with whatever it is you're working on so demo is your man we've got our newest team member oh two technically but we'll start with mall man where can people find you um people can find me on instagram twitter and um, yeah discord Oh, and it's, it's Malbert, by um, the way. Or like, what, what yeah, is the link actually? Because I just call you so, Mole Man, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the artist name is Malbert, but Malbert. I also used to use Luigi Player Two as a name. Um, mm -hmm. For some reason, um, there's a Luigi Player Two and Malbert on Twitter already, so I figured I just Dang. use my old. At, which is Katensu um, with an S. Can you spell um, it out? Yes, sure. Uh, K A T E N S U. Um, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm. I'm not cool. too active on Twitter. Um, I think I'm more active on Instagram, but my ad on Instagram is Luigi Player too as well. Cool. Yes. Awesome. Uh, looking forward to seeing exciting things coming from you at Utopia District yeah. and uh, audience members as well. Keep your eyes peeled. Oh, I also one thing, have a Redbubble shop. I also have oh, a yeah, Redbubble shop. Oh, yeah, Redbubble. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Which you, is you also Luigi Player 2 on Redbubble. Yeah. Cool. Um, we'll link that yeah. in the description of the show, too, if anyone wants to check out your designs. Thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the one you have in our in your video right now, and, yeah, that's some really cool shit. Um, and one thing I, I just, you made me think of is, 
um, you know, we've got all these platforms right now, Twitter, Instagram, you know, we all have had the time to figure out what our handle is going to be. And generally, you know, maybe you have to make a new handle, make an adjustment, make another new handle if you want to like change your identity somewhere. Eventually, I feel like it's so hard to find a handle now that isn't already taken handle username like you know you know what i mean by that so like what are people going to do in 10 years when new people are born and they want to spin up a twitter account like every combination of a good names is going to be taken kind of it right? just i feel like that's happening number. already didn't discord put a, fix that put a number at the end yeah well, discord it... discord's an exception because it's not um unique like you don't have a page right no one's going to remember indie 4423 is me don't go to Indy 4428 though. That's another guy. Like no one's going to remember that, right? Fair. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm curious. Cause like, um, obviously Indy Advent, that's not a name. Generally people are going to think of, but is that a name people really strive for? Like I saw a guy today, his name was sphere cube. I'm like sphere cube. He's a, he's a video game, um, speed runner. So I imagine maybe he's young and I'm like, I was just thinking like this guy, he probably had no options for other words. He just like, everything's fucking taken sphere cube. Fuck it. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe just me, but I feel like it's got, you gotta born, be more creative with your usernames now. Maybe you're going to have to start <clears> doing it. Like putting it on a registry, you know, like my kid's born. Am I going to do a uh, capital <laughs> X X indie? Uh, no, that's lame. Let's do uh, let's do some ASCII. Or, I don't know. Like, you're just, yeah. It's going to be weird. I don't know. You have to call it. Yeah, early digs. <laughs> File a form with yeah. the uh, with the FCC to every time you want to change it. And wouldn't it be crazy to have a kid these days? Like, and then, like, I bet you Elon took his kid's Twitter handle when he named him. Like that was his Twitter handle. Well, he made it his. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Like they'll probably take it and then. Say, here, son. Here's your Twitter handle. You got your name clean, with no you know special characters or nonsense. That's or you'll have his to name was that because it's the only one he could get. That's true. Yeah, because people just take usernames and sit on them. Same with domains, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, interesting thought to leave y'all with for the rest of your day. And last but not least, we have. Oh, sorry. Did anyone want to talk on that note before I? Move on. Nope. Anyone who didn't get to? Okay. Um, pizza. Pizza Man, our last, our newest team member. How's it going? Thanks for joining. Uh, <coughs> where can people Twitter find right you? right now, I guess. Pizza underscore SLT. Because, uh, you know, they won't let me call myself a slut. Um, Bastards. I know. And Twitch, too, That's I guess. Ship. No more streams on Twitch. Uh, but uh, maybe we'll have graphic design work coming soon. For like oh, sweet. Uh, albums to sets and stuff would be cool to yeah definitely maybe we'll see you open for commissions sometime as well yeah maybe make a fiver or something i don't know is that what people are doing these days <laughs> well, for vaporwave probably not but that's probably a good idea actually vapor just people just know someone else in the community they just it's yeah. like word of mouth almost a lot of time classic classic way yeah we like it we keep it classic style around here keep it at 55th street keep it on craigslist keep it on craig all right craig time to go
<laughs> Craig's Bye, Craig. the name of our bot. Goodbye, Craig. All right, guys. Thank you so much once again. This was a lot of fun. Uh, hit me up with any links you want to add in the description. And um, have a great rest of your day. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you on the digital other side. All right. That's it. Yay. We'll see you later. Yay.